do the intro, not the outro. <laughs> You're funny. Uh, I'm gonna wait till we're live, and then I'm gonna play that beautiful intro up in here. But yeah, we are live once again. Best friends back. All right. Ding 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 ding. The best friends are back. Yeah. Best friends are back. Yeah. Yeah. Being foolish. Yeah. And you know they're going to be a little wild tonight. Rock your body. Yeah. 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 Everybody. Chris X Claire tonight. Rock that intro. All right. You're listening to the Chris X Claire Experience. The No Holds Barred podcast hosted by two insane best friends and a raccoon skull named Remy. No episode is the same and no topic is off limits. As these two storytellers take you on a ride you're going to wish you could get off of. But enough talking. Strap in and clear your schedule. Check one, two. Testing, testing. The Chris X Claire experience begins now. Let's get this party started. What? What? Sounds fun. Wear your helmets. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to the Chris X. Claire Experience, episode 31, Down the Rabbit Hole. Oh, I wish 31 had been Halloween. That would have been cool. I know. You know what? We will will have something good for you guys next week. We will have a Halloween-themed episode. And so uh, I know I'm going to try to dress up a little bit. I have a Jason costume, so I'm going to come as Jason. I'm going to be. I'm going to figure it out. At the very least, you could be like a like a fairy, like a fay or something. I'll figure it out. Yeah. Yeah, you'll figure it out. Yeah, it's all good. Worst comes to worst, I can let you borrow some of my ties for the hair if you. (laughs) You know, honey, I think I'm good, but I appreciate you. (laughs) I appreciate you. (laughs) I love I love that phrase. I appreciate you. It's kind of like I appreciate you. (laughs) Thanks, but no. Um, Yeah. Right. 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 You know, I was just thinking because we were both singing uh, "Best Friends Back," all right. Whenever we style, I was like, "Man, when did Backstreet gets pissed?" I was like, "Excuse me." I know. <laughs> no, copyright claims. <laughs> copyright claims are not. Weird Al Yankovic has made a living off of like parodying people's shit. Like y'all get off my balls. Like stop yeah. busting my ball set. They're literally coming out with a movie about Weird Al, and you know he's gonna have a bunch of songs on there mm-hmm. that it's like really. You know you didn't get permission for all that. No, of course not. No. Yeah, get out of here. People do covers like, all the time. Just like how Jeepers Creepers Unborn didn't have the rights to the original Jeepers Creepers movie, so they had to make their own Creeper song, and it was awful. Oh, my God. Jeepers Creepers Reborn was my Vietnam. <laughs> you just mentioning that movie is like, like my PTSD. Guys, so listen. Um, yeah, can we spend a, on, a little bit on. on this, please? Since, since it's <laughs> since it's spooky season, yeah, um, mm-hmm. we can. So I 
I think you guys know that I have said frequently that I am such a fan of Jeepers Creepers. Well, I feel like he was the last hard, like, scary movie villain to come out that was iconic. Besides Sam from Trick or Treat, you know, little kid with the fucking lollipop, but yeah. <clears throat> so I'm just saying that you know, I thought that I thought that he was great. Um, like, and the animation, you know, in the original movie, for it to be a lower budget horror film was actually really good. The CGI for his wings is eerie. Like uh, Jonathan Brett, who plays um, the creeper, by the way, that's how that's how much I love his characters. That I know the actor who played the character. Um, he's actually very attractive, and they made him so ugly and so scary. It's just incredible. Um, <clears throat> but like, I've always loved the movies, the first and second one. I was really hyped when they told me that the third one was coming out, which is not the one we're talking about, by the way. But they said that the third one, I think it's called Cathedral. I don't know for sure. I, I don't. I don't give a fuck, so I didn't care. Um, I literally, it's supposed to be the in between the first movie and second movie. Um, or a prequel to whatever. Y'all, it's awful. It is one of the literal worst movies I've ever seen. I was like, y'all just destroyed this franchise. Like, thank you for making adamant fans wait, like, 15 years to give them this garbage. <laughs> Please wait. So the, so, this, so the director for Jeepers Creepers Reborn was like, wait, hold my beer. Um, and it, so he wanted to reimagine, because this is supposed to be like the new age creeper. Um, and what sucks is, uh, so I went, I was so excited when this movie was coming out, like the, uh, the trailer looks decent, doesn't it? Like, it looks like it might be good. So I was like, okay, like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy the premiere tickets. It's only playing in my theaters for a couple days. I'm gonna go see it. I spent like $35 on tickets on a matinee day. So it should have been like, you know, like $10. So I spent like 30 Did you get popcorn and stuff too? Got popcorn, of course, because Charles has to have popcorn. So we spent like $50, you know, to go see this movie. The whole time I was sitting here like this. <laughs> like, it is literally, <laughs> if not the worst movie I have ever. Like, you know, at least Satan's Little Helper had, like, something. Like, at least <clears throat> Troll 2 was funny and redeemable and wasn't mm -hmm. trying to be scary. Like, I mean, oh, the, yeah. director, the, dire the director was trying to have it be scary, but we all right. knew it wasn't scary. It was, yeah, Troll 2 is hilarious. So, yeah. like, yeah. at least you had that going for it. Mm -hmm. They like, The director literally thinks that Jeepers Creepers Reborn is, like, groundbreaking horrifying. You can tell... Because he gives a two-minute monologue at the beginning of the film talking about how much work he's poured into this movie and how he appreciates us, all of us, like, coming to see it. And it proceeds to be the worst film I have ever seen. And I told Julius about it as soon as I got the theater. <laughs> I'm sorry. I have a cold. Um, so as soon as I get out of the theater, I text Julius. I'm like, no, I'm mad, mad. He's like, he's like, honey, it can't be that bad. I'm like, baby, it is that bad. Okay. Um, I'm like, nah, it can't be. It can't. I didn't believe Chris. I didn't believe her. Like, I was like, you know what? I'm going to go to the theater and I'm going to see it. And Chris was like, I can't wait to hear about your disappointment. And I'm like, I told him to call me when he was done. Cause I wanted to hear his raw reaction. <laughs> also, I'm really pissed that for, you know, that I'm a movie buff the way that I am for you <laughs> not to have trusted my, my, my review. I should have, I should, but I was like, I was like, 
okay, listen, Chris, in my head, my rationale was Chris is a fan of Jeepers Creepers. So I'm going to hold it to a high standard. Right. So I was like, you know, there's okay. that. And then I'm sure it is terrible. But I'm going to go in with the lowest of expectations. Like I was like, it was in the ground low. Like I was like, this is going to be some serious trash. Yo, they exceeded my low expectations in a negative way. Like yep. it was, I took, I literally took time to, to let it sink in and marinate and process. And then after a few days, I was like, no, I can make this statement. My emotions are down. My logic is here. I can make this statement. That is the worst movie I have ever seen in my entire life. It was so bad. So, so bad. Me and Chris were just ranting about it after I saw it for like, I don't even know. We were just sending voice messages to each other. We were driving and into California and I was sending him voice messages about how awful it is. From it start was to so bad. I can't even stress, like, seriously, do not give that movie money. Like, don't stream it. Don't watch it. Like, don't even be curious because it's death. Chris, <laughs> listen, there was like 15 minutes left in the movie. I walked out. Did you even finish it? I could not. I was dying. You did I was you didn't no, see listen, the horrible ending with the green screen? I, I saw it later. Like, I looked it up online. Okay, so, okay. But okay. I had to get out of that theater for my safety and my sanity. Like, I was like, I don't care. I've never, ever walked out of a movie. Either. Uh, well, okay, I, I think know. I've walked out of a couple, but, like, you know, more toward the beginning or something. You know what I mean? I've never walked out of a movie where I'm in the middle of the third act or like the end of the third act where I was like, so done. I was like, I can't, I I'm hurting. Like this is causing me physical pain. <laughs> so oh, much pain. I can't... Nothing about this film checks nothing. out. Nothing, nothing makes sense. Like nothing. You, okay, we've talked about old and how you don't have time and old to get attached to the characters to care about them when they die. That's a very important thing that you need to do with horror movies or do with anything. Like, because of the fact that if I'm going to care about our hero, I need time to get to know the hero. Like, old doesn't give you time to give a fuck about these characters. Yeah, they just start yeah. killing them left and right. And you're like, oh, well, that's sad, I guess. But, like, you don't have time to care. <laughs> They're like, like, oh, Heather's dead. I'm like, who was Heather? Who the fuck was Heather? Like, <laughs> who was that bitch? But anyway, so... Like we bitched about that. It was almost the exact same thing with this movie, but on a scale that was more offensive because you felt like you were supposed to care. Like we meet um, who I thought was going to be a major character. He's the lead, if I can call her the lead. He's the <laughs> lead's best friend. She talks to him on the phone for like two minutes. And he's like, yeah, I'll meet you at the hotel. And I'm like, okay, he's going to be like a sassy gay character. Okay, awesome. Yeah. Um, Because, you know, I was like, that's cool. He, he walks over to a tree because he's in the middle of the forest to pee and then gets eaten. Like, he gets a grand total. They paid this man X amount of dollars to literally have 116 seconds of screen time. <laughs> I was like, 
I was I was like, oh, okay, yeah, because I was like, okay, this person's gonna come and you know add some like levity or whatever, and then right. I was like, oh, he's oh he's he's dead. Oh, what? And okay. in a not creeper fashion, we don't get to actually see how he dies. Oh my god, <clears throat> the movie is rated R, but I don't I know swear, why. Where I no, I literally checked my ticket halfway through because I was like. They're not showing any deaths. I was like, is this PG-13? No it's death, no be. language, no tits. Yeah, I was like, it's got to be PG-13 because they're showing nothing. And then it was like, rated R. I'm like, for what? For literally, for why? Did they swear? I don't even remember if they, I think they did. I don't, I don't remember it, much cussing. No, it wasn't much. And then Bro, Jeepers like, Creepers 2 was worse. They dropped F-bombs back and forth. Like it was fucking crazy. That, that movie could have easily been PG-13. Easily. 100%. They 100%. maybe cut out a couple things, maybe. <laughs> she said she took them. Well, the other two movies had tits. She said she took it. Per she well, said actually, no, Jeepers Creepers one had tits. But I mean, they were not real tits. They were like whatever. They were like a cadaver tits. It wasn't an. It was like a doll, not a real person. But you know, whatever. Um, but li but li literally, like. You don't even give a fuck about our heroes. No, they're terrible. Like, you should give a fuck about them. Like you, you mm -hmm. as the heroes, you should be like. And I'm like, I don't give a fuck what happens to either of you. I care more about the dude because he's yeah. Because like, okay, so let me yeah. just give you a little bit of. So he's like a horror movie anime fandom nerd. He loves all of it. He loves anime. He loves lore. Like he's a dude that I would I'd have him on the show. Like he seemed like a pretty concrete dude. You seem really chill. His girlfriend's like, oh my god, I can't believe you're dragging me out to a fear festival. Yeah, and I'm like, his ass. I'm like, okay, that's okay. She's um, okay, so like, then they get out there, and he's like, yeah, we're gonna cosplay, baby, and he has like all these costumes, and she's like, I'm not fucking doing that, and he's like, oh, that, that's fine, like the whole. <laughs> Why are you with somebody the whole who, who literally like does not have does not even give a fuck about any of your interests? Right, like, like, like it's right. okay if they don't share your interests, but they should at least have the courtesy to be like, "I appreciate that you love that." Like but she's like I, an like, ass about it. Why? I don't like anime. I mean, not that I don't like anime. I don't know anything about anime, but mm -hmm. you love anime, so mm -hmm. like I've been willing to watch anime so that I can like connect with you over something that you love, and we're just friends. Mm -hmm. So like, fuck this bitch who yeah, is like, she was like adamantly against it. And 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 like <laughs> it was extra annoying because she was an ass <laughs> the entire time. The only time she showed any kind of emotion toward him was when there was this other girl who was like into all the stuff that he was, and they were and 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 then all of a sudden she's like, uh, why are you talking to her? Don't you you go, see, I see you what's go going be, on. Why don't you go be friends with Hannah? Yeah, I know. She, like, she was just like, and I'm just like, ugh. And then, so then I started not liking him because of how, like, into her he was. Like, he was like, oh, I'm going to propose and all this stuff. And I'm like, why, my dude? She hates your guts. Like, hates you. She hates you. <laughs> she does not like you. I don't she even also know. has the she has the personality of like a wet napkin. Like you can do so much better, my guy. Like this uh, this hot Asian chick that is so into right. you. Like go for that, man. Go they, for that. Th their chemistry in literally two seconds 
was better than the entire movie of him with his actual girlfriend. And he meets her at the horror festival. So clearly she gives a shit at least a little bit. Right. You know, about like some of the, because she went there. Um, oh my God. But guys, this movie was God awful. There was so much green screen for the most basic woo, stuff. There was green screen. Green they were in a, screen. there was a green screen cemetery. And I was like, y'all couldn't find a basic ass cemetery. Or build one this. on set? You couldn't have just built one? You couldn't. Ex how hard would it? I could li listen. I could literally go in my backyard and build a cemetery set that looks better than what they had. I, I promise. Right I promise you. Get on fucking to it. Promise. Like, <laughs> bet. Like, <laughs> a green screen cemetery. And it wasn't even good green screen. We ain't talking like, oh, like it's an Avengers movie green screen. No, no, Game no, 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 no. Game of Thrones no, no. green screen. No. You could see like weird shadowing. Green screen. Yeah. Things moving weird. Like it was just. Mike <sighs> said a green screen cemetery in a horror movie? Yeah. I, bro. Oh, and, okay. Also, so this is also the first Jeepers Creepers film in any of the franchise, uh, any of them throughout the franchise that has had a romantic angle that was the focus because like, if you remember deepers creepers one has the brother and sister like uh, victor silva on purpose made them brother and sister to eliminate sexual tension mm -hmm. so that you would not focus on that mm. and the second movie focuses on mitzi and of uh, a father-son team and mitzi doesn't have a romantic interest like yeah her friend Rhonda is dating like one of the douchey jocks but of a high, a bus of high schoolers, that's the only relationship we see. <clears throat> and it's not even good. You're not even focused on it. Like, so like, and then the third movie, I don't even remember it. I, I think my Kenny and Darla. <laughs> like, bro, I saw it one time. Like, Kenny and Darla, I think, were it. But like, Kenny, they, I don't know. Kenny dies, so it doesn't matter. Um, and then this movie, it was like, wow. And there's, bro, they put, it's, there's a cult. That we never learn anything about that makes no sense there's so many subplots that go nowhere nowhere there's a fortune reader that like you know reads their fortunes and then all of a sudden um like all of a sudden baby like also also plot sorry spoiler the chick is pregnant like and she, and she knows that she's pregnant i think when the movie starts and then she like she gets sick a couple of times on the way to the horror convention and then once they get there, like she takes a test, whatever, and she sees that it's positive. But then, like, she starts having premonitions about the cult sacrificing her to the creeper so that he can have her baby. They, oh, the, even the tension was stupid because even with the whole pregnancy thing, like, they were just like, like, the moment she was like, oh, my stomach's, ugh, I'm just like, she's pregnant. And then they, like, stretch it out, stretch it out. And I'm just like, oh my god, are you really turning this into like a <laughs> right? Like we understand the audience gets it. <laughs> okay. And then and then she finally like goes to the her her fiance, whatever, boyfriend, whatever, whatever he, is. he is to her. He's just like, Yeah, I'm pregnant, by the way. It's not even like a happy thing. It's just like, yeah, by the way. And he's just like, Oh my god, all right. I'm gonna and be then, a dad. <laughs> yeah, he's just like, all right. Oh, and, yeah. and then even like so much of it takes place in this shitty house. And it's so ugh, it's so annoying because it's supposed to be an escape room, but there's nothing in the house, like hardly anything. So I don't even know what 
clues what? you were supposed to find right. or whatever because it's bare. And then when the creeper's chasing them, which he's doing a terrible job at killing people, um, they're just running up and down the stairs constantly. Like, it's a basic set. Like, <laughs> they're just constantly, like, run upstairs. Oh, my God, the creeper's up here. They run downstairs. They talk a little bit. And then all of a sudden, like, the creeper, like, I don't know, jams a hole through the wall. Oh, no, run upstairs. And then they run back downstairs and then upstairs. And I'm like, oh, my God, like, please, like, please put me out of my mi- creeper. Where are you? Like, I'm about like, to say Candyman five times just so I can get my ass killed. Like, this. Like, like, not to mention the fact also that if you remember anything about the original Jeepers Creepers from the first movie and the second movie also, like, things malfunction in his presence. That was a big, huge thing. Like, whenever he gets to the house uh, that the old woman lives in, the windmill stops turning. Like, literally, all the lights go out. Like, everything is fucked. Like, whenever he gets to the police station, it kills all the power. Like, things mm-hmm. fuck up around him in his presence. Like, it, it, like, the world knows things are amiss. And the fact that... Like this, just this the whole fucking thing. Like so, also at the end of the second movie, he's hung up all dehydrated, like in the Taggart's farm, mm-hmm. right? And then he crawls out of the basement of an undisclosed location somewhere else that's clearly not his farm. And then after he crawls out of said location and murders our poor gay dude, who's just vibing, he then proceeds to somehow doesn't fly. Like, I would only see him fly one time, and he, like, he, like, kind of glides, and he, like, slides in with his, like, hate vision. He slides in. And (laughs) 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 he slides in and tackles our lead, and then he's gone. But we don't see him fly. So I'm assuming that he walked, skipped, slash, slash, like, slithered. His way to to wherever the fuck he just knew where his truck was. He just like takes all the stuff off the truck, like, ah, ah, slaps it, starts right up. Twenty three years later. What? I know. This movie is so oh, but and and listen, like it sounds bad. Like it sounds bad. Like oh, you guys are almost making it a little humorous. No, listen, it's painful. It's really painful. It's so bad. Like, even when I was, like, watching the end, like, on my phone and stuff like that and looking up, like, what happens in the end, I'm just, like, I made the right decision walking out. I was, like, this did not get better. I The the green screen in the climax is one of the worst uses of green screen. I swear to you, there was a part where I could actually see the green. What is the budget on this movie? I'm going to look this up right now. Like, it is so ungodly bad. And, like, the climax of this movie isn't even a climax. Like, our lead all of a sudden is like, oh, wow, I know how to stop him. He wants me and me alone. There is nobody else that he wants but me. And then she, like, walks backward off the porch. And he's like, he just, like, kind of follows her. And And then he gets out onto the porch and he picks her up. And she like hits him with ninja stars. And then <laughs> that she put in her boot. Like, <laughs> I'm mad. 
I'm genuinely mad because this movie was made <laughs> for 17 million. 17 million? Where did that money go? Give me 17 million. I guarantee you, I will make a. Ooh, it's going to be so much better, Jeepers Creepers movie. 17 million? 17 million. And it, get, it, didn't, it didn't go to his makeup and it didn't go to that, seven, that fucking act, that acting roster because those, those actors were awful. 17. And guess what? What? It made 63 million. Which means so you know that like me, people that were like, you, "Oh my god, yes!" Ooh, so that you know what that means. They're gonna make another one. No, they're not. There's no way in hell. You, you it made you, money. You don't get to tell me that Van Helsing, made, which was a literal gem of a movie in its time period, didn't get a sequel mm -hmm. with its amazing acting crew. But that no, no. Yep. I mean, you've also, I know you've seen the reviews. People are slaughtering this movie, you guys. As they should. Like, people are Who eating this movie the... alive. Oh, my God. I'm. Guys, and the actors suck. Like, the, the, the two actors that I think redeem themselves the most in this movie are the Asian chick that dude's flirting with, and then the redneck hillbilly bumpkin. That we don't know is a good guy or a bad guy until halfway, like almost through the movie. <laughs> Those two are the best actors. Like the creepers just walking around slamming his fists and shit. Yeah, he's what I remember. No, Not because like, bro, Jeepers Creepers one crawled up the fucking wall. <laughs> Oh, that came at you. Yep. Came right fifth at you. Fifth movie is in the works. Oh, I'll be damned. No, I'm not. Because it, it made because 17 million. Usually the usually the the rule of thumb with movies is you make double whatever you spent because marketing whatever. So I mean that would be what 34 million. It made 63. It made it made a profit. Bro, so, it made a profit over people like me, like fans that were like, I want these tickets. And me. I'm mad that I <laughs> contributed. <laughs> because it was so bad, there's no reason for them to, to get better. They're going to be like, oh, shit, we're going to, maybe we can save some more money <laughs> on the next and, one. And what's going to happen in the sequel? Like, bro, also, spoiler, at the end of the movie, so after Chick hits him with the ninja stars, so redneck dude and boyfriend climb me. up on top of the uh, on top of the house, and they're they're jiggling loose this giant spear up there with the green screen swinging in the background, and they they happen to launch it down at the perfect time, at the perfect angle, and it spears our our creeper guy in the face. Right through his head, and it then did one of those like, <laughs> yeah, and he's like, ah. right, like that. so, ah, so also, also we have this white crow throughout the entirety of the movie that we've never seen before that has absolutely no prevalence. We don't get an explanation. Like, it, like you know how cool it would have been if they'd gone to this town for this like horror thing and. You know, there had been like oh a local legend about the white about the white raven or about the white crow. We don't say Jeepers Creepers in these parts. Like for it to have been like an urban legend because this is like where he's rooted, that would have been really cool. 
Like, oh, this town's where he fucking came from. That would have been fire. Right. But instead, there's this white crow that has, which I think is a raven, which is arguable because I don't, like, don't cast ravens for crows, whatever. So the white crow is prevalent for whatever reason. And then um, at the end of the movie, like, Chick limps off. She's been, like, the creepers, like, stabbed her in her stomach for whatever reason. He wants the baby, but he's also stabbing her in the stomach, which would kill it. So I don't, I, I don't know what the thought process is for. Also, she's not far along at all because she's this big. So like, so like, clearly she's like, like four weeks gestation. Okay, like I don't understand what he wants with the four week old clump of cells. Never he can go like off somebody for whatever. Um, so like they limp off, dude and girlfriend into the distance, and then the crows flock to the creeper's body, which is pinned. Remember to the ground. And then uh, he disintegrates, I guess. Um, they, like, disintegrate him and or, like, eat him or something. And then, like, in the last <laughs> 10 seconds of the movie, they're back in his lair, which is a, a cave with a, a stone slab. So, like, nothing cool that we've seen before. Um, and, not, and, you know, like every other cult, a cave with a slab. Um, and they lay on the slab in the shape of a body, and then, like, a hand is like, up out of the crows. So I guess they regurgitated him back onto the table and he reformed like that. So um, so I guess that's uh, our, that the he's not, trash. he's not dead. Um, movie's trash. It's the worst uh, movie. It's the worst film. Give me, t listen, whoever the studio is, give me 10 million. I will make a better movie. It, it doesn't even have to be Jeepers Creepers. We will make a better horror movie right now. Julius and I will. With the most million. basic shit possible. I will, like, I will film it in my fucking house. <laughs> and I will make a better movie. Like, honestly, because I will actually have, like, a story. And, like, direction. And, like, a nice slow burn. And build up the tension and the suspense. And what, like, seriously. 17 million Oh, you guys got money to burn. Oh, my God. But anyway. Yeah, you could no. have at least focused on the cast. And right. get, and get, like, if the movie oh. itself was going to suck and the script was going to suck, you could at least have given us good actors to make oh, up They were garbage. Oh, everything was garbage. Story. Ever, everything. Name. You could name anything. And I'm gonna be like, it was garbage. The humor, Bro, the story, the, the, the actors, creeper in the face. The, they get into a punching match. The, right. The, oh, oh, the choreography, the sets, the green screen, the 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 everything, the plots. It did nothing for the franchise except piss me off. It did nothing for humanity, for movies, but piss me off. And on top of that, the 17 million, just learning about that made me even more mad. So, and that it made a profit and the fifth one is coming. Like, I can't even, I can't even right now. Like, I'm, I'm like, do so everyone do not go see Jeepers Creepers 3 or Reborn, Jeepers Creepers Reborn. Don't see it. Go watch Smile. Go watch Barbarian. Go watch. Even Halloween ends. Go watch Halloween ends. People are tearing into that right now. That's a whole other conversation. I saw it. But Bro, go, go. even go watch that.
but yeah, don't watch go, go to Redbox and get Trick or Treat. Go, go to, yeah. Get on Netflix and watch whatever mm-hmm. they have on. Go, go to buy, t- get on whatever that was to to whatever Tubi. it was that we and, and watch the Angel Helper. Go to go to what was that thing? Con TV. What's the Angel Helper? Con TV, whatever it was called. Listen. <laughs> yes, anything. Literally. Anything. It was literally the worst. Like, if anyone's like, hey, you want to see Jeepers Creeper Reborn? I'm like, fuck you with my whole heart. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Bad. Uh-uh. No. Don't not like and I swear to God. I hope you didn't ask me that. Like, you've seen the movie too. It's one thing if you've not seen the movie and you're like, Oh yeah, Julius would love this. Yeah. Oh, but if you've seen the movie and you ask me that, oh my, like, we're not friends. I'm gonna go to jail. <laughs> I'm gonna go to jail. So yeah. In but short. yeah, don't d- don't give this movie any money. Like, please. That, oh, and what's crazy is that the director literally was like, "Oh, we worked through COVID to make this movie happen." Like, no, no. We, we worked with guidelines. Like everybody gave their all. Oh, nobody gave shit. Yeah, nobody. Nobody cared. No one cared. I gave this movie negative stars. I agree. Negative stars. Like, like I think it's I the only movie I can give negative stars. Awful. Yeah, negative three stars. Negative stars. Mm-hmm. That's the day Julius fulfills angry black man. Pro- I will have a nigga moment if you ask me to watch Jeepers Creepers Reborn, and you've seen it, and you know how much I hate that. I hate that movie. Ooh, all right. Ooh. Well, we just spent half an hour dogging this man's life's work. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> quit. No, I'm just kidding. I, I, hope not... ever, I hope nobody ever drags me like this. I hope nobody's ever like Shadow's Ooh. Wake is the worst fucking movie. You know ever what? Read. You know what? Who made this movie? I need to know. Oh my god! Director Timo. I don't even know. I can't say his name. Timo Virulensula. I am going to see. I will see I'm, Plexi Micah. All right. He's a Finnish film director. And his movies are like, I don't know if I've heard of any of these. Iron Sky. I feel like I've heard of that, though. Mm-hmm. Norwegian Horror. Iron Sky. I feel like I saw part of that and it was garbage. Well, either way, I'm looking out for you, Timo. Because <laughs> you can't you can't be going up there and be like, oh, this is a passion product project, and oh, I care so much about the fans. That's that's what he said, Carrera, bro. He literally you know, was like, <laughs> I, to honor, I wanted to honor the loyalty of the fans that have stepped with this franchise for so long and been so loyal to the Creeper, and you butchered him! Mm-hmm. And then literally, he was like, yes, yeah, so, Loyalty to the franchise and the fans, and oh, this was a great deal with me. And cut. <laughs> no, those simpletons. I think they bought it. <laughs> like literally, that's what happened. Because there is no way, there is no way, no way that he cared 
about that movie. And if he did, bro. I have questions. That's scary. <laughs> that's some scary shit. Like, honestly, you know what? Honestly, if you out there, I would. we would love to interview you. We would love to interview your ass. I will be friendly. I will be considerate. I really will. The questions won't, but I will. Like, I'll just be like, so <laughs> what was your vision? For having a green screen cemetery. <laughs> what was your vision? So when did you realize that you wanted to be a director and why did you choose this over anything else? <laughs> because literally anything else, I think you would have done a better job. I've seen a lot of movies. A lot. Likewise. I watch a lot. Like I'll watch almost anything that's good. Mm -hmm. Anything. I don't. I don't. So, some stuff that's bad. Just to say that I've had that experience. I've, I've seen artsy stuff. I've seen. Yeah. Um, um, I've seen like like romantic comedies. I've you know I watch like almost anything. Like if it's yep. good. Like one one of one of my one of my um, guilty pleasure movies is Phantom Thread. That is such a frou frou artsy. It's about a tailor. A, this guy is just a tailor. He makes dresses for women. And I'm like, this movie, this is a good movie. I love this movie. And it's such a frou-frou <laughs> kind of movie. <laughs> it is. It is. But, like, I don't care. If it's a good movie, it's a good movie. But that movie, this movie, was ass. You get negative Your stars. ass is fucking grass. You get, you get, oh, ooh, I know, I know exactly what I want to put. Oh, I know exactly what I want to play. I'm gonna find, I'm gonna find this clip, and I'm gonna play it because this is literally how I feel about this, about this, <laughs> about what he's done. <laughs> Don't get this flagged by YouTube now. <laughs> Hold on, I'm gonna find it. Yeah, guys, it's uh, as oh, somebody who was avidly in love with the franchise, it was just. It was a slap in the face, to be honest. Like it really made me mad. Yeah. Oh, here it is. The, instead of what you just said, just add what you just made. Here we go. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Wow! <coughs> Tell us how you really feel. That's how I feel. I think he put it into words that I could not. Mm. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, um, yeah, it pissed me off. As far as, as far as sequels go, just as much as that third disaster of a mummy movie did. Like, oh my god, it was just awful. Just at least the mummy was better. Like, oh, I just have rather watch the third mummy movie without Rachel Wise, which is a travesty. But I would mm -hmm. rather watch that movie mm -hmm. than than even contemplate how like if it was like watch the third mummy movie every day for the rest of your life and never be able to watch the first or second one again mm -hmm. versus Jeepers Creepers 3, Jeepers Creepers Reborn existing period. I would sacrifice 
my happiness of never being able to see Brendan Fraser scream at a movie, at, at, at a mummy again in the first right. and second movie, which is cinematic gold. If I could just erase Jeepers Creepers Reborn from existence, I would take that burden for you all. I would do that for you. It's it's that bad. Though. It's that I, bad. And and I swear we're gonna move on, people. I know it's been forty minutes. <laughs> it's been forty minutes. But listen, it's that bad. Like, please don't watch it. And li- okay, I'll say this. Given enough time, I would watch it one more time only for this podcast. Like we do a proper review. Like take what, notes. Was that not it? <laughs> that I mean. That was probably it because I don't want to watch it, but that's the only time I would. It, it it would have to be for like charity, maybe. Yeah, like something like that. Like to be like donates a dollar. Right, like it, it's gonna show me like in a room and like they're filming me watching the movie and they're like Julius watches Jeepers Creepers Are Born. Uh, it's for charity. And he's gonna make comments while I watch this movie, and I'm and and then afterwards I'm gonna have demands like the director has to be there, the cast has to be like I want a full fucking panel. Like I I need this is for my trauma. Like I need to be okay. Like I need a support system. I like I need the actors there, the actors, and be like, are you okay? Did you even act again after this travesty? Like. Like I need the backstory. I need the behind the scenes. <laughs> I want to see the script. I want to see it all. This, this, <laughs> these were the scenes that made it into the movie. I need to know what. What did you cut out? Like what this are the deleted cool. scenes? Yes. What were the deleted scenes? And these are the scenes that made it into the movie. <laughs> you, there's a director's cut. Oh man! It's an extra two minutes of him going mm, upstairs. This movie's trash. I can't oh, even tell you how many times I checked my phone. Oh my god! And they also didn't have the rights to the original Jeepers Creepers song. You know, gee, I'm not going to sing it because it's not time and it freaks me out. But like, but also that's important. That is how much that movie horrifies me. That I am an adult that studies movies and is into SFX makeup. Because of this movie, and knows what Jonathan Breck looks like, and knows that he is a god. And I'm telling you that I'm not singing the song because I don't want to risk it. But I'm sitting here telling you that they couldn't get the the copy, like the rights to that original song from the first movie. So they made their own, and it's like cheapers and the peepers. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, like, that's not the song. Yeah, they were playing it during the movie, and I'm like, that's not the same. No, they are not playing it. The Creeper plays it on his record player upstairs. Yeah, yeah, I was like, that's not how his, it goes. But his last straw was that they smashed it, and he like, lost his shit because it got smashed. But anyway. We're going to move off of that. I'm sure, I'm sure we'll have many more rants about it in the future because that is a god-awful movie can't stress wow. how angry that movie that watch the happening over this movie <laughs> i hate the happening okay we have officially just spent 33 minutes on this. <laughs> because the first 10 minutes was the intro when i was talking for a second so woo, there it is all right so yeah let's move on to the main stuff i guess i'm <laughs> back from vacation <laughs> Yep, Chris is back. Yeah, let's let's get light. 
let's get a little lighter. But yeah, Chris is back from vacation. We are live again. So we are back with it, and we're going to have a wonderful show for you next week with the Halloween. We're thinking of diving into uh, like urban legends and stories that are too real. And I'm going to talk about a couple of movies that I feel like are under the radar that should be watched during Halloween. Um, so if you have a couple of those you want to follow away. Mm, I like that too. Maybe I'll do a non-spoiler quick review of the movies I've seen right now that are in theaters. That sounds good. Non-spoiler. I won't spoil anything that yeah. you haven't seen in trailers. Uh, there was know. no reason for us to, you know, not tell you about Jeepers Creepers Unborn because like... Oh, yeah, no. We saved you. We we saved you. Like, if you've ever, like, someone asked you, like, has anyone ever saved your life? Like, yes. I was going to watch Jeepers Creepers Reborn and Chris and Julius told me not to. They saved my life, my time, my money, and... You know, we they they they've spread the gospel enough that Jeepers Creepers six was shelved. <laughs> Could you imagine if like people start a fucking petition to shut down right. the movie and like work <laughs> and it's the reason why I'd be like, yeah, I did that. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm not an activist type of person, but over this, I think I would. I'd become oh, an activist. hundred percent. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Oh yeah, mm -hmm. I'd be out there. Picketing, ooh, ooh, talking to congressmen. Talking to congressmen. Like, bit, trying to become a politician. Like, listen, I'm trying to get these this film industry regulated because this shit is not okay. Ooh. You know that there was some parent that brought in their kid, little kid, to see this shit. And this kid is traumatized for life. I'm not, this is for Billy, okay? I'm gonna call it Billy's Law, or the 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 Jeepers Creepers Law. I don't. I haven't decided on the name yet. We'll figure it out. Actually, you know what? Jeepers Creepers Law, because people are like, "Oh yeah, we don't want those creepers jeeping and peeping and whatever." <laughs> it sounds. It sounds like said, something. He said not. jeeping and peeping. Jeeping and. Peeping. It sounds like. It sounds like it sounds like a law. It sounds like a law against like pedophiles or something, which there should be that too. Right. But that's what. But that's why people will vote for it. Like, can you imagine? You heard nothing about the law, and you're at the ballot box, and it's just like, should should we implement the, the Jeepers Creepers Peepers law to prevent Jeepers Creepers from being made? And it's like, oh, I don't know what Jeepers Creepers are, but we, I don't want those in my neighborhood. Like. Mm -mm. No, we're yeah, gonna vote. No, cast them out. Right. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. All right. I swear okay. we're moving on. Okay. <laughs> I swear to God. I swear to God. We're gonna move on. I it's promise. been an hour. We're past it. Where's that yeah, guy uh -huh. that said that it took us an hour to get to the main topic? Like, yeah, <laughs> he was. Like, I was like. You've I think not about seen many episodes. I think about his comment all the time, and the one that was like, "This is boring." I was like, "Wow, y'all suck!" Today I'm boring. No, but the the yeah, the guy who was like, "It took the hour to get to the main topic." I was like, "You right?" Yeah, that sounds that sounds right. Yeah, yeah you, you have a lie. Right. That's fair. But you did you have fun? Right. But did you have fun? But did you have fun? Oh. Anyway, yeah. So uh, we this episode's called "Down the Rabbit Hole." It's not called. 
the cheapest creepers were born roast. <laughs> or no, so, or like Micah said in the comments, no cheapers be creeping and peeping on me. No cheapers creeper, no cheapers be creeping and peeping on me. <laughs> no means no, Billiam. All right, so um, yeah. So anyway, I had some like questions that bring out some crazy deep discussion about and i'm curious to see where you uh land on some of these questions we've okay. i don't think i've we've talked about some of this and so maybe we touched upon some of these a little bit but we've we've gone over weird questions we've gone over phobias we've gone over blah 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 but have we talked about the crazy 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 deep stuff that causes existential crises in people the stuff that keeps people up at night the stuff that we have not figured out as a human race maybe we'll figure it out tonight in this random episode probably not but we might we might we might i mean we did figure out one thing jeepers creepers are born as garbage we so we're already there you know so <laughs> so the first question and there's many questions. We're not going to go through all of them okay. today. We're just going to see where this goes. But okay. uh, the first question is, do you think people have free will? Yeah. And there you go. Question two. No, I'm just Moving on. <laughs> I don't know. Moving on. And that was, <coughs> no, I mean, like, do you, do you think, do you think like, like when, like, how do you define like free will? Like, what do you think free will is? I think it's just the ability to choose things of your own accord um, without outside influence. But also with that being said, I feel like it's restricted because like things that we might consider free will are still partially contained by like the laws that abide us and also our, our kind of raising like you and I were raised with really restrict religious backgrounds. So we grew up thinking that some things weren't acceptable, you know, mm -hmm. things like that, which compressed on our, what we thought we could do as part of our free will. So I feel like it's kind of a state of mind also is effect, affected by our environments. But there are a lot of things, you know, that as a society we have normalized that we wouldn't even give a second thought to if we weren't if, if it wasn't so normalized in our society like um mm. uh color stereotypes or stereotypes in general or uh -huh. um like things that even are even smaller than that like uh what is considered polite what is considered rude or you know just things like that um <clears throat> uh like for instance, um, I had a friend who told me, you know, that he preferred it whenever his girlfriend shaved her legs. So that's the way that it should be. And I was like, he said that's the way it should be. Yeah. And I was like, but why should it be? And he's like, because that's just the way it is. And I was like, let's not, let's not dive into that. <laughs> okay. But, <laughs> let's dive into that. But actually, when you think about it, women weren't shaving their legs 700 years ago. They had right. bigger things to do than shave their legs. Right. Like, and also you probably would need every scrap of warmth that you could have. Like, do you think that native people like shave their legs? Cause I'm telling you they didn't like Pocahontas' legs that look, that look like that in real life. 
Like, she shouldn't have time for that. She also needs something to keep her warm in the winter. Like, you know, and you wouldn't want that or think that it was normal if it wasn't something that you were already predisposed to believe. Right. So, like, I feel like we have, because, like, I can choose to put water in this cup. That is my free will. But at the same time, like, I don't know. Like, if I was told it was somebody else I should be drinking, I might be drinking that instead. I feel like we are pressed upon upon mm-hmm. certain things, but I feel like we do, in general, have free will. Hmm. I know it's <clears throat> it's a tough question. Um, like, I once I once knew a person that was like they believed in pure predestination. So like everything that is that is supposed to happen will happen. And so his take was like, I don't really need to try at things like a job is going to come in my lap. If love's supposed to come in my lap, it's going to come in my lap. Like to me, it was kind of like a little lazy, but like, but at the same time, his view genuinely was like, if it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Yeah. Like there's not really like a free will kind of thing. And so it was kind of like, uh, I mean, it, like I, I, mean, I see your point to an extent. To an but, extent. But also, when you think about it, okay, so I'm a strong believer in that nothing in life happens by chance. Mm-hmm. Like things that happen, not that they're meant to happen, but like it's just not chance. I don't believe in chance. Like too many things in the world have to line up for certain things to happen for me to consider anything by chance. Um, if I had not gone to the doctor whenever I was sick with a cold in 2014, they wouldn't have busted me with having Tourette's and I would probably still be in the army. But like, I literally just didn't have to go to the doctor, you know, but like in the same respect, like I did go to the doctor, but I believe that we had countless different avenues. Like if I had turned left instead of turning right, then I got hit by a car whenever I was walking to school. You know, like, I wouldn't have been hit by that car. And it's just, like, so many little things, I, I just don't think are chance. Like, if I wasn't given that decision, then, you know, or if I didn't make that decision, it would have had a different outcome. But I'll never know what that is. But that's part of having free will. Do you think that, do you think that, that, that chance uh, component, like, do you think that applies to, like, everyone? Like, say, like, uh, uh, I don't think chance exists at all. Oh, I mean, right, right. Chance doesn't. So, like, do you do you think it like comes down to God, or do you think it's like kind of just like the ish? Like or? yes, but no. Like I'm not one of those people that believes that God has hands in everything in your life. And before anybody comes for me, I don't mean it the way it sounds. Like because everyone's like, oh, why would God do this whenever somebody has cancer? Or whenever somebody, right. like, or whenever talk somebody about, like, a dies. Dying or yeah, they're like, oh, how did God allow this to happen? Like, right. okay, right. you know, I, I'm, I'm not saying God probably didn't have hands in that. Like, but, and it's not just like, oh, by chance that baby had cancer, that baby had cancer, and that sucks, but like, I mean, that really sucks. I don't know how else to explain that's awful and terrible and tragic and shouldn't happen. But like it, it happened for whatever reason it happened. Like it wasn't it wasn't by chance that, that happened, you know. Um, but I, I think that some of it might be God. Like certain things are definitely God. 
Like people that like survive like thirty days in the Amazon rainforest when they should have died. That's it's kind of a god thing. Like you know, you had malaria. <laughs> you were you were about to kill yourself when then a boat happened to drive by. That's not chance. But also, like, like those, yeah, those like miracle, almost miraculous. Right. Um, Mm-hmm. But I also believe a lot in energy and karma. And I believe mm-hmm. that I believe that energy, fate, and karma are like different like avenues that God uses for us because he gave us free will. That was a thing that he did. But I feel like he's like, here are these little things, take them as you will. So like um had I not answered a uh, commented on a post on a warrior cat website about my friend Maya losing her cat. I would never start talking to Maya. I never started talking to Maya. I wouldn't have got connected to Amna. I would have got, got connected with you. Mm. Like, had I just not talked to her on that post, I would have never met anybody that I have in my life now. Right. Like you or Daisy or anyone or Trisha. And I feel like that's a really big thing to say, oh, it was chance, but also I don't know if that's God because God has more important things to do than watch whether or not I like guy whether I click a website link. I feel like it's part of like the fate thing. Yeah, I'm I'm, I, I'm a very spiritual yeah. person outside of just God. I believe there's yeah. a lot of different energies at play. I I feel you on the the whole energy thing and like the like it's almost like um. Like when I look at it, okay. So, like for example, if I wanted more, if I wanted a bigger French friend circle, right? But say I'm a hermit, you know, like I'm just like a like I just don't. But I have a genuine desire for a lot of friends, but I I don't go anywhere. Like I could take the approach of that guy I mentioned earlier, where it's just like, well, if I'm meant to have friends, I'm gonna have friends. Like they're gonna appear in my life or something like that. And it's kind of like, I mean, it could happen. I mean, it may not happen when or how you might want. Like if you're, you might be like on 600 pound life because you're in the house all day. And then one day you have a heart attack and the medics come and they get you the help you need in the hospital. You befriend like a nurse or something. Yeah, sure. A a friend came into your life. (laughs) Unexpected. Do you know what I mean? Right. But. But in general, it's kind of like there was like this um, saying back when I was in the church where it was like, you know, you take one step, God takes two. It's kind of like, all right, well, it's, it's kind of like if I'm going to take a if I take that initial step, then it's almost like maybe God will enhance it or or give that extra little push that I need or something like that. And so if I'm a if I'm a hermit, but I really want a lot of friends. It's like I got to go out there to some degree, whether it's online apps or going to friend events where you're likely to meet other people looking for friends, going to a bar, going to wherever and being sociable enough because most people are like kind of like, you know, a little anxious as well. Like nobody wants to talk to strangers or whatever right. so it's so it's kind of like you got to find like that confidence enough to just be like you know what i'll i'll break the ice for us mm-hmm. and then we'll see if like we have a connection or something like that. right and then from there that's <clears throat> when you start finding people that you know like you would you would not have found them otherwise mm-hmm. that those connections or whatever 
like you taking that responding to that post was a free will action like right. you didn't have to you could have been like i'll wait for them to message me you know what i mean right <laughs> but because you took that action it set off a chain of events that led to us be talking right now you know right. otherwise it wouldn't have happened and so it's like where's that line between like yeah there's fate or predestination or whatever but in but for those that believe in free will are you exercising your free will Right. Are you using that free will? <laughs> what? <laughs> really? <laughs> this person's exercising their free will right now. There. <laughs> Micah, don't click the link. Micah, Please don't, don't do it. Oh, <laughs> uh, I, I think it, I think because the stream is on, I, like it's too late to. Um... You know the crazy thing is. <laughs> is it I uh, hey. no, no, so for anyone that's in the podcast version, somebody posted free virtual girls chat, and I'm assuming what? some kind they didn't what? post a link, but a little whatever. flame emoji. Yeah, but the thing is, the crazy thing is, I actually set up the video so that it actually holds uh com like comments back that are deemed inappropriate or something like that. Yeah. But somehow that get through anyway, maybe because I don't know. <laughs> Micah said, it's my free will, though. If I want to get a virus, I should be allowed to get a virus. You, hey. you do you, baby. Yeah, right. You do you. You do you, boo-boo. You do you. <laughs> oh, man. Wow. That was a great example. Right. Like, you get to choose. And I feel like, yeah. And, but, yeah, if Micah decides to click on the link and get a virus and all that stuff. Or Micah might find a, it might not be a virus. It probably is, but it might not be a virus. And Micah finds a wonderful uh, virtual girl to chat with. Right. It could happen. It's very highly unlikely. I wouldn't recommend it, but it could happen. So Micah, are you going <laughs> to exercise your free will? <laughs> you can find your 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 soulmate through the <laughs> on, on gapegirls.net. Don't go there. Don't click on that link, please. <laughs> please don't click on that link. But no. um <laughs> I want a virus girlfriend. Don't hold me back from my virus love life. I, I also want a virus girlfriend accepting applications. <laughs> Julius knows I bitched to him like at least once a week I wanted a girlfriend. Like at least yeah. once a week. Chris is, Chris is a villain. She'd be all like... <laughs> Chris is a villain. She'd be telling me like what she wants to do and all these stuff. Like just... I mean, like, honestly, y'all should hit Chris up. Hit Chris up. She wants a girlfriend. Just hit Chris up. I want a girlfriend I can bring flowers to and giant teddy right. bears and right. spend time with. And I can eat pudding cups without a spoon. It's really impressive. So, so she just so she's just saying that you know she's taking applications so go ahead all right so yeah that was interesting again was, i don't think was, we've, that was a good one 
yeah, I don't think we've come to any like I hard think, answer. Oh, oh, free will's a difficult topic because what is it? You know, like right. where's the line? And right. you know, that that's why I don't believe that like I don't know. I just I feel like um it goes both ways also because like we have to have free will because if we're it, 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 like bad things aren't God's will, then why are people murdering people? Like, <laughs> like, like you, you, you can't, you can't have it both yeah, ways. Right. You can't say I'm that exercising there, my right, right. You can't say that there. You can't say that there is no um, free will. It's all God's will because right gestures broadly at the state of the world. Like right, that, right. that wouldn't it, be God's will. Right. And then you know what? I, I remember I remember talking to someone before about how like it all it and, and everyone's like different too, almost on like how much free will they in a weird way that they have. You ever meet a person and it's almost like I they're it's almost like they're a bot or they're like an NPC, they're like a non play like they're like those those people in video games that you talk to for quests. Yeah, NPCs. Like they're just yeah. a program. They're just a program. Like they, it's almost like they don't even know what they're doing. Yes, and it's so unreal, isn't it? You're like, yeah. Like, I'm like, am I in a game? Like, how do you not know what you just did or whatever? Yeah, like, so it's like, are there degrees of free will? You know, <laughs> we might never know. The world may never. We know. might not. We not. We might not be meant to know. You know. True. It's a good question. I got another. I got an uh, another fun. I got a fun question. Okay. A little less deep. Is beauty objective or subjective? Dun, 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 dun. You answer this one first. Oh. oh, excuse me. That's true. You did. You did do the free will one. I didn't. I did just didn't see that coming. All right. Um. I hate that you're always like question, question. I'm like question. You're like. Uh, uh. I'm like oh, no. <laughs> No! <laughs> no! <laughs> Just leave. <laughs> oh, shit, um, that's funny. It's beauty objective or subject. I would say mainly my take, it's mostly subjective because everyone has different uh, views on how they see beauty. When I, okay, the first thing I think of beauty is like like human beings physical form for some reason it's really funny because the first thing i think about with beauty is like mountains sunsets i i, I think of i think of and then immediately women like I, immediately <laughs> i went to i went to uh, yeah i went to humans for some reason but yeah flowers and all that stuff is beautiful too but anyway so <laughs> i would think that it's mostly subjective because a lot of it kind of like going into the free will question a little bit it kind of like depends on someone's experience with stuff so like say someone's allergic to like a certain flower or whatever when they see that flower they might have a different reaction to that flower than average person so or like when someone sees someone that's beautiful someone might be like really into thicker women someone might be into like super skinny women or whatever and so like someone who might be like oh, i'm fat but then that person's just like, oh God, no, <laughs> you are. <laughs> oh, you know what I'm saying? So like <laughs> <laughs> that's me and Julie is having conversations. I'm like, 
I hate myself. I'm icky. He's like, you were perfection. I'm like, I'm icky. <laughs> I'm like, stop it. I'm a busted <laughs> can of biscuits wrapped in dental floss, please. See, but subject subjectivity. People like biscuits. Some people, some people on that low carb shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's, it's all. Some people eat cauliflower. <laughs> some people eat cauliflower crust for their pizza. But me, right. I'm pan pizza, baby. Right. Somebody like them home style buttermilk biscuits. <laughs> Um, so like, however, it does seem <clears throat> like there is like a, almost like a general consensus on certain things though. And I guess you can sort of call that objective kind of, I mean, there's all always outliers, but like, okay. So like going to the beach, like if you took a hundred people, brought them to the beach, there's a beautiful sunset, water is just crystal clear, white sand, what, blah, 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 all that stuff. Temperatures, blah, chef's kiss, right? Perfect. Yeah. It's perfect. Night's falling. Sky looks like a painting. All that. Probably 90-something out of that 100 people would be like, that is beautiful. There's always going to be somebody, though, that's going to be like, eh. <laughs> for whatever reason. It's all right. For whatever reason, I mean, it don't do it for me. But then that same person will be like, oh, my God, look at that motorcycle, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, oh, man, look at the way that, ooh, the, 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 the angles on that, that building, the architecture. Oh, shit. You know, like, I don't know. <laughs> the way those form-fitted uh, sheets feel when I put them on the bed. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. People got their thing. So I would say it's mostly subjective. I, I agree. Um, and also, like, <clears throat> I've been trying to get out of my own head lately because, you know, everybody that listens to this podcast knows that I'm not a big fan of myself. And it's, and it's weird because... <clears throat> because... <laughs> um. But it's weird because I was I was reading this post and somebody once said something, you know, to the effect of like, "Oh, you're just not your type," and I was like, mm, "That's not it," because if my body type was on somebody else, they'd be like, mm, mm. "Like, it's not that I'm not my type." Because if I was not me, I would be about this life. Like, I literally know that it's not even that. Like, I don't like the way that I look. Like, because it's that's not I don't care. It's just because it's me. I'm not I'm not a fan of me. But I was reading this thing also, and it's really helped me change my perspective, and I'm working really hard on it. Of I have to stop comparing. What are you all doing in the comments? Fucking quit, weirdos. <laughs> They're talking about frothing over the buildings. Uh, Micah and Julius are. And then um, Micah was like that foundation though, and Julia said pouring the cement down bites lip. <laughs> pouring the cement down. <laughs> We're just being stupid. I can't stand I'm sorry. It. Go ahead. <laughs> Micah said blueprints. Blueprints. Macaroni noises. Um. Huh. Oh, pouring wet cement noises. Um. But I've tried to change my perspective a little bit. Um, because somebody once said, yeah, but like, not everything in nature is beautiful, but everybody still thinks nature is beautiful. Like, mountains are pretty, but so are trees. Mm -hmm. And I was like, ah. 
And this post goes around, you know, through my Facebook every now and then. And it's like. (laughs) (laughs) Chris Chris is like, I'm done. People are pretty. That's all that matters. The world is pretty. We're good. People are pretty. (laughs) Oh, Chris is like, I'm done. I'm done. What's the next Uh, question? (laughs) Aw. Um. Are there. uh, Wait, hold on. No, I don't want that one. Okay. What gives life its meaning? I think it's different for everyone. Hmm. I didn't say what's the meaning of life. It's a what's what gives life its meaning. What gives life its meaning? And this is it's I like I like this question. I like this question. It's different for everyone. Because like for me, my friends give my life meaning. Like having memories and you know, doing things that I feel like I've always dreamed of doing and creating magic and writing and making stuff for my shop and like achieving all of these things that I've dreamed of and like having fun and making magic is what gives my life meaning but for you it might be something different and it might be different for every everybody else you know that answers that question so i think that it's different for everybody what what gives their life meaning you know yeah 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 like for me i think it's it's um something that i'm really diving into because I have a lot of things that I care about deeply, <coughs> but it's 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 almost like it's different than what gives my life meaning. I don't know. It seems like that's like on another level, almost. You know. Um, and yeah, I agree with you. It is different for everyone. Um, for some people, I feel like it's, you know, superficial things or it might be, or whatever. For some people, it's like, it might be like a sense of freedom. It might be like, um, might be like just being on the ocean. It might just be like being in the mountains It might just might be an internal thing. Like some people, um, some people just like to just be, you know, be in their head and stuff like that. Um, so there's no, like. It's not wrong, but I don't know. It's almost like you have to find that meaning. You do. I don't think anybody just knows. You definitely have to find it. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like depending on like where you grew up, how you grew up, all that stuff, that it might make it harder Mm -hmm. to find that meaning. Um, I would say like throughout history today finding that meaning is probably easier in a sense because you can you know we have the internet and we have you know different ways to connect to people that and otherwise that we couldn't like if we were in our small local communities like you and i would probably never have met each other i mean even though we're only five hours away it's not like you're in another country right but like we still probably wouldn't have met met each other i i forget I forget the statistics, but it's like something like most people, most people don't really 
go outside a certain radius like uh, like they may move you know but even then when they move their new radius like it's like yeah i pretty much just stay yeah in a certain mileage with radius i don't really know too much unless i go on vacation like what's beyond that <laughs> yeah That's a good right. question. I like that question. Yeah. What can, yeah. What gives life its meaning? Do you, this is not a question on here, but do you think that people who have not found their meaning, because because you said clearly what your meaning is. And, and I'm over here, like, kind of like, I mean, my meaning is, uh, I mean, it is, uh, 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 you know what I'm saying? So like, do you think that people that did not find clear cut what their meaning is uh they like they struggle more or something like that or like I think it depends I, I on the person yeah because some people are so okay with just whatever whatever comes whatever happens happens so some people are really chill with that and some people have to find that purpose that focus and yeah. i think it just depends on the person good stuff here's another good question can people change? Yeah. Chris be, Chris be like, yes. All right, next. And the reason I say that is because you would not have liked the person that I was 15 years ago. Maybe five years ago. Actually, maybe, what? maybe, maybe even less than that. Why is that? Because I'm not the person I am now. Like, you know, it took me a long time to come into my own. And, you know, back then, I couldn't take responsibility for anything that I did wrong. I couldn't acknowledge that I did anything wrong, like, because that always got me fucked up. Like, if I was like, yeah, I did this wrong, it just was an explosion of negativity back at me all the time. And so that made me a really toxic person. And I couldn't see things from other people's point of view. Like, I just wanted people to see my side, to hear my story, because nobody ever cared about my story. And... <clears throat> like I, I lost friendships, you know, over the fact that I was so strong about how I felt about something that I couldn't see other people's side of it. And I was so like lost in my own head. I couldn't even like get out of that to <laughs> winter has his paw under the door. And it's really cute. Um, that I couldn't even like, I just couldn't see past it. I couldn't. And I, I, there was so much going on with my mental health at the time and I was dissociating all the time and I was trying to defend myself because I was just like, well, no, I didn't do that. Or like, yes, I did. Or, oh, I don't know in a way ever you're reacting that way. And I was so angry all the time. I didn't know what was happening to me. And I was not a good person. I was not a good person to be around. I was not a good friend to have. And I acknowledge that I was a really terrible person. And even more than that, like, Maybe like 10 years ago, I was a worse person. I was selfish and angry and rude. And I was just not a good person. And I was sick in a hundred different ways. I wasn't eating, um, you know, like crawling for every bit of attention I could get from anywhere. I just wanted somebody to care about me. Um, so how, how do you think, how do you think you changed? Like what, was there something that pushed that along or? I mean, yeah, kind of. 
because I, I mean, I knew I wasn't happy. And, you know, I've told you that every time I have, like, birthdays are a big deal for me. And they're a big deal for me because I never saw myself living to be 27. Like, I'm going to be 27 in January. And the day after that, I'll be 28. And then I'm going to be 29 and 30. Like, 30 is going to be, like, such a big deal for me. Everybody gets sad when they turn 30. I'm going to throw a fucking party. Because, bro, whenever I was 12, I was like, there's no way I'm going to live to be 20. There's no way. And whenever I was 20, I was like, there's no way I'll live to be 25. And like, like suicide? Or? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, man, I'm 26. Like, I have outlived all of that bullshit. Somehow. And I haven't always, like, there were times where I gave up and tried to end my life and it didn't work. And I think that, you know, the big turning point for me was that, like, one day I was just like, I'm so tired of being lonely and scared all the time. Because whenever I realized that I was exuding all these all these tra toxic traits and I was trying to be a better person, I was like, nobody is going to want to be friends with me. Like, look how fucked up I am. And then one day I was like, okay, well, this is who I am. And then people were like, okay. And I was like, what? <laughs> and, you know, being able to admit that I made mistakes and that I make mistakes. Like, yeah. I, I am a chronic person. Like, I fucked up. I fucked up. Like, if you get mad at me, I'm sorry. Uh, that, that wasn't my intention, but I'm sorry that it hurt you. Or even if, you know, or if it didn't, if it's something small like at work, I make mistakes all the time. Y'all like, fucked this up. I'm sorry. Well, I don't know what I did. I'm sorry. <laughs> I need to help. But like, <laughs> but like the fact that I'm looking at myself saying out loud that I'm somebody who was frequently like, bro, I made a mistake versus who I was 10 years ago. And I was like, no, I am. No, I'm right. I know I'm right. Because if I wasn't right, that was world ending. Like, mm shattering because of how I was raised where I was always wrong. Um, so like, yeah, I think like I have changed, like, like the core of who I am is the same, but like the pieces make more sense now. Like, I am much happier with who I am as a person now, opposed to five years ago, 10 years ago. And if I didn't believe in change, what kind of hypocrite would I be? Right. You know, if I was like, well, I'm different, but oh, you're always going to be that way. Like, Maybe they won't be. But it, <laughs> You're able to. And it's okay have to be cautious. Yeah. Absolutely, it's okay to be cautious. Like mm -hmm. If somebody has hurt you time and time and time again, and you're like, "Wow, I, I don't, I don't know if you've actually changed, changed." Like you can be cautious, but never be like, "Oh, they're always going to be this way," because you don't know that. Mm -hmm. And even if you can't allow them back into your life, like don't tarnish their ability to be in somebody else's. But I've always said to you, like, I still want you to eat. But not on my table, like th right. that. That is how I cut ties with people. I still want you to eat and be successful and thrive, but I don't need you to be in my life to do that. So please eat, just not with me. Right. You know, and <clears throat> like, yeah, I was feeling everything you just said, and like, I know, like for me, um, I I do also think that people can change, and I think like a big part of that is being willing to allow yourself to change or to be open still to change. I don't think like anyone's ever done growing. And like, you know, 
people are, you know, got you got to like expose yourself to things to see and hear other thoughts and have discussion and stuff like that in order to change. Um, like I know you. Like even though even though I know I like I'm older than you, I never like look at age as like a thing really. Like me, honestly, I, I I really don't. Like <laughs> one of one of my best friends was like 50 something. Do you know what I mean? He was way older than I was. Mm. And then like there was like uh you know, I've had friends that were way younger and stuff like that. So it's just like I, I mean, you know, whatever. Um I feel like we can all learn from each other. And I know for you like I'm the type of person that like I don't like outwardly be like, oh yeah, you're teaching me so much, whatever. But I'm a good listener. So yeah. like I know for I know for you, you've had like a big impact on me and probably like more than you know. Because because you are unapologetically you, like I mean, you 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 know how to like filter yourself in certain situations, but you're not gonna be like, yeah, Mima, <laughs> you know, like whatever. <laughs> Like here's like my hundred year old grandmother and you're I was fucking it up. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, I was, <laughs> bars of soap flesh, yeah, you know, whatever. Um, but like <laughs> like I know you know how to filter and stuff, but like but in general, you're you're not like you're you're not afraid to say who you are. And so like I admired that about you. I still do. And um that had a big effect on me because I know for up until like literally I've only been like crazy open for like, I don't even know if it's even been a whole month now. You know what I mean? So like, I but I've been like crazy open and I'm like, wow, this I feel so much cleaner. I feel so much better. And like you said- It takes weight uh, off your soul. It takes weight off of your yes, soul. Yes, it really does. And, <laughs> and that hit me so hard when you were like saying like, when you finally hit a point where you were like, okay, this is me. And people were like, okay. Eh, all right. Yeah. That's cool. That's right. awesome. Hi. You're just like, wait, whoa, wait a minute. Really? Are you sure? Like, you're okay with this? And it's like, yeah, we like who this person is. It's like, oh my God. But I had the same effect even recently where it's just like, it's just like, I, I've, I've been taught for so long that I can't be me. I have to be afraid of the reactions of people. And, and the crazy thing is, it's not even a strong reaction I'm even giving them to. Like, I'm secretly like a serial killer or something. Like, oh, I'm finally me. Like, it's not even like that. It's just literally like just giving your opinion on things. Something as simple as that. Disagreeing. Whatever. Like, I, I was such a people pleaser and a agreeable person that it was just like, wow, I can actually be authentic and it's okay. Like what? Should have been doing this a long time ago, you know. Um, I laugh because I saw this meme on Facebook recently, and it was like, <laughs> it was like, um, it's always funny to me when people say, um, <laughs> "The comment has messed up, Micah." Micah and Julius becoming the couple from his short story, living his true life. <laughs> It's like, babe, that that was a reference to uh, Clash of the Authors episode. If you want to check that out, but um, <laughs> what I was gonna say, the meme, the meme, the meme was saying, um, I always find it funny how 
when people start revealing their true selves, they say they're in their villain phase or their villain era when really they're just establishing healthy boundaries. Because <laughs> they're portrayed that way. Like I right. remember the first time that I set a solid boundary. I, I literally do remember it. And it wasn't in the healthiest way. I'm acknowledging that. Like one day, I hope the person I'm talking about sees this and I hope that she at least forgives me to some extent. But like I, she's very religious and she was my best friend for like a year and a half and I loved her to death. She was a little sister to me. But like she was one of the first people that really, you know, experienced my DID in full. And like she talked to me about like topics she didn't talk to her parents about. And like we had a lot of adult conversations and um, because she couldn't talk to anybody about that. Mm -hmm. And I got with my ex-husband who was trans and she responded very badly to that. Very, very badly. And um, one time I was uh, I was Skyping her and he gave me a kiss. And she's like, Chris, that's disgusting. And I didn't say anything about it. And I was like, okay, I'm going to push that down, push that down, push that down. Oh, and then man. finally I lost it. And I was like, you're a fucking bigot. Like, you're actually a homophobic, terrible person. Like, that's not, that's not okay. Like, it's not fair. I didn't choose this. And, like, I went off on her and then we stopped talking. And she, like, contacted me a couple years later and asked for, like, and we used to write together and asked for, like, some of the writing. And I was like, I, like, writing's a part of my soul. And I really don't want to give that away for free to somebody who hurt me so much. So I'm sorry, but, like, I really don't think I can just send you, send you that. And she, like, lost her shit on me. And, like, called me a liar and, like, said all this shit wasn't true. And I was like, it, it is, like, I have the idea. I have a, like, a, I, I'm not, I'm, t- I'm taking responsibility for the fact that this happened. And that what my alter said might not have been true, but th- that wasn't me. And I'm sorry that my alter lied to you, but, like, I need you to not lash at me like that. I'm taking responsibility for that. And it was just a huge, huge thing. And I, I feel like I could have handled the situation a lot better. And I apologize to her and I'm apologizing to her now. I hope she sees this someday. But like in the same respect, like it's the first solid boundary I ever set. Like in my life. It was the very first time I was like twenty. And it was the very first time I had ever been like no. Mm. Because I just didn't I didn't want to give that. And not to mention the fact that, you know, previous to that I had only ever cut off like one friend. And it was because she was just really toxic for me. And that took me years. Like, when I tell you that, like, like I literally did not know how to set boundaries. And now that I do set boundaries, it makes you feel like the villain. Because people treat you like you're bad for saying no. And that's really annoying. Like, I should be able to tell you that I can't handle something. Or that I'm not okay with something. That should be fine. There's this guy at work, and he's got a really, really bad mouth on him for everything. And he was making, like, like trans jokes and, like, trans comments. And I was like, hey, I wouldn't do that. And he was like, oh, well, your generation's, you know, such a, such a bunch of snowflakes. Like, you always get so offended by everything. And I was like, why are you offended by me setting in a boundary? Like, why are you offended for me telling you not to harass the entire group of people? Right, right. Like, you are offended. I wasn't even mad. I was like, hey, you know, could you just not? Thanks. This is a workplace that's not professional. Like, you got pissed, not me. 
yeah, it's like there's certain spaces for things. I mean, like, I mean, well, I mean, some things are not okay no matter what. Right. Um, but even so, like for that guy you mentioned, like there's something out there that he would be offended by. And he would probably hope that if he was offended by something and brought it up, that person would be like, oh, I'm sorry, or whatever. Right. And try to, you know what I mean? And like, like everyone has their like triggers or they have their stuff that really affects them. Well, you know, like different, I mean, like I said, when I watch, <laughs> when I watch like that, uh, you know, certain uh, cult or religious uh documentaries or something like that like yo that's sometimes gotta be like man we gotta shut this off i can't i can't watch this you know what i mean dead scientology babies. dead babies that's yours you're just like nope bro this uh this last episode of house the dragon got me i mm. I, I almost checked the fuck out i was like yeah. watching it and i was like oh this is getting okay okay and then like she was holding her dead baby in her arms like wrapping her in the clothing and i was like like yeah i could like feel myself leaving my own body <laughs> yeah yeah it's it's just like so everyone has certain things where it's just like mm -mm. no nah, no nah. i don't think mm -hmm. so no but yeah um yeah it's it it's yeah, I'm, I'm basically I'm learning more and more. It's like you just gotta you gotta be open as much as you have to be. Not not be an a hole, not be an asshole, but like you know, be open and let people know, like, hey, this is not okay. And if we're you actually care about me and we're actually cool, like it seems like we are, then like I hope that you would respect it because I would do the exact same for you. You know, right? You'd be like, cool. You know, like. Like it, like even um. I don't remember who I was talking to, because you you brought you brought up the guy yelling oh snowflakes with the trans issue something like that. I was like talking to someone and someone mentioned like they were talking about someone else and they were they them or something like that. And oh, it might have been you. I don't <laughs> like it might have been you. I don't know, but you like I, it might have been you. I don't remember. But anyways, they were talking about somebody else and they were like, oh, their pronouns are like they, them. And then it was like, we were both like slipping up here and there, but then we would like correct ourselves. And the person's not even there. Do you know what I mean? But like, we're still trying to practice. It was me. Respect. I told you about my, I told you about my trip to California. It was you. Yeah, yeah, right. So like you, so like, I think you said a different pronoun like once and, then and I was like, like, fuck, no! Ah, yeah, ah, yeah you, like, ah. you, like, flipped it back. And then I know I messed up a couple times, but I was aware I messed up. But then, and then I flipped it to they and whatever. But the, the point is, like, that person was not even here. Do you know what I mean? We'll, we'll never know about or hear that conversation. They'll never know. We could have been using the wrong whatever the whole t conversation. They would never know. But the, the, the point is we're trying to practice like being kind and compassion and respectful, even though the person wasn't there. Speaking of that, I, I just mentioned it. So one of the house of the dragon act actors is mm -hmm. Emma Darcy and Emma Darcy plays uh, the older Renera Targaryen mm -hmm. and they go by they, them. 
And it's huge because this is a non-binary person that is cast in this huge major role. And like what like looking at the comments on the internet, I'm just like, we got a long way to go. Damn, but it is it's bad. Like bad, bad. And I'm like, bro, why why do you care? Like, why does it bother you so much? But you know what? But you know what? It's really weird because, like, before you know the gender of a baby in the womb, you call the baby they them. Oh, well, they're doing great today. I don't know what they are yet. True. That's true. Why do you all, whenever the baby's in utero, say, I don't care what gender my baby is as long as it's healthy and then give a fuck later? Hmm. I don't know. I don't. I all. I, like honestly, all I care about is can is the person like doing their job. I don't care what their sexual orientation or their their gender non-conforming gender is. Like, for example, oh, I watch. I don't care. It just as long as you're not like, as long as you're not being a dick about it on one side. Like, okay. I don't want it to be, uh, that person is gay. Therefore, they shouldn't even be in this role. That's wrong. I also don't want, hey, hey, you need to see this because they're gay. You need to see this movie because, hey. Right. I also don't like that. I mean, the other one is worse because it's 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 like a complete rejection of the person. But I also don't like the, hey... <laughs> uh, Perhaps you will watch this movie. It has a gay character in it. Like, you have to. Right. You have to. Have to support. You have. Oh my goodness! Like for example, I don't. It's like I don't want to go on a tangent, but for example, I um there was this movie. <laughs> oh, I told you about it a little bit because when I went to see um that that Jesus satire, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. Then they showed that that oh, no. to that gay movie. Yeah, we bro. watched it on here, bros. We watched the trailer on here, right? All right, so bros, <laughs> bros bombed at the box office, like heavily. Jeepers Creepers Reborn did okay. It did better. Yes, yes, it did. So okay. bros, bros bombed, right? And so I thought, people, it, I thought it might. I figured it was going to. Well, I know, see, that's the thing because the people came out and they were like, "There's too many homophobes and stuff," right? And then I was like. I don't think it's that simple because if all the people that supported the LGBTQ plus community went and saw the movie, it would have been very successful. Like people that support your community also did not see the movie. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it looks kind of uncomfy and not really funny to me. I didn't want to see it. Like, it's like, here's the thing. It's like, first of all, it is rated R. So already you cut off a good section, mm -hmm. especially the younger crowd that leans even more LGBTQ. Mm -hmm. So you cut them out basically. Five. So it's rated R. Then it's it is a romantic comedy. Typically, what do romantic comedies skew toward? Statistically, like, women. Like women. 
Spe- a specific it's a, a specific genre of movie. I don't watch I don't watch rom coms. Right. It it typically skews women. You got two dudes, right? Perhaps even those straight supportive of the LGBTQ community women didn't want to see a romantic comedy with two dudes. I mean, it may not have been homophobic. It might have just been mm, I just don't mm, I don't Right. It just I I saw the trailer for it waiting for a movie to come out and I I didn't it didn't look like something that I wanted to see. I just didn't want to watch it. Yeah, I just I just didn't want to watch plus I mean, you know, inflation and I mean there's a whole host of things. Money, you got to decide, which sadly we spent on G vs. Creepers Report. So, I sh- I have never wanted a refund for a movie before. <laughs> like, and, and, bro, I saw Tim Burton's Planet of the Apes. Uh, and I also saw After Earth, the movie with Will Oh, Smith. yeah, that was bad, too. I'm telling you, I have never wanted to, to get a refund for a movie so bad in my life. Right. Yeah. Okay, so... I don't even remember what my original point was, but I will say that when it comes to bros, right? I bet you if they did two lesbians, it would do better. Wait, that has to be two stereotypically hot women. It couldn't be right. someone that looks like no. me. And, and then, Stop. No, okay. I said stereotypically hot women. Okay. Stereotypically. Okay, it couldn't be right. it couldn't be me and Trisha. No one's gonna watch that. Cause Trisha's like skinny has the short hair you know but doesn't wear a lot of makeup so like she's not like stereotypically pretty i think she's hot she's beautiful but like (laughs) like nobody would watch a movie about us being gay together unless it was a comedy making fun of the fact that we were gay together but like nobody like uh right it's like scarlett johansson and i don't even know like kate beckinsale so oh yeah right because then you got the straight men going or possibly going. I don't even know if they still would go. I don't know. But you'd probably have a better shot, I guess. And then if you make it PG-13. I also think it then... depends on the actors. Because, like, do you remember the comedy on Napa, Nephew, Chuck, and Larry that had Adam Sandler and Kevin James in it? That yep. movie did pretty well. Yeah, because they, well. Were, they were like, man, they got two funny dudes in here playing True. gay people. True. Like, And that movie yeah. is extremely gay. Like from start yeah. to finish, that movie is like it, it circles around two straight men pretending to be gay, and it is mm. still gay as fuck. Yeah, it is. Yeah, like I that movie. It's so, Larry. But yeah, because so, <laughs> even for this bros movie, the two leads were like one I don't even know who it is, and then the other guy, the main one, Billy something Eichner. Yeah, I didn't recognize hardly anybody like, on that cast. Like I I know who Billy Eichner is, but like. It's like, sorry, no offense, but like, I don't find him funny in things I've seen him in. Right. Like, if it okay, if it was Bros and it was like Kevin Hart and like, see, I'm already laughing. If it was like Kevin Hart and I don't even know who else, but okay. already the movie's better. You know what I mean? Like, I'm already like, oh man, this is gonna be or funny. I might, or I might pick an actor it. that's not even funny. Like, pick an actor that just does acting well, like Robert mm-hmm. Pattinson. Like, I would love to see him in a role like that. I mean, yeah. but also on the flip side of that, because, and this is what I'm talking about, it depends on who you cast and the movie mm-hmm. itself, 
Brokeback mm-hmm. Mountain actually did really well. I was literally about to bring that up too. He, he, I was Ledger literally about to. And bring Jake Gyllenhaal, right? Like literally incredible. Like and it's cinematic beauty. It's an incredible movie. And that movie took place a while ago when right. the nation, when the nation was not as progressive. No, not at all. Not even close. With two actors that were like very big and very straight. So I don't think it's about people being homophobic. I mean, I'm sure there were some people that are like, I ain't watching that, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, but but for the most part, for it to bomb, it ain't it ain't about right. It's not that you missed too many marks. Brokeback came out in 2005, so yeah. Woo! Yeah, yeah. That was a while ago. That was seven, almost 18 years ago. The country was a different place. <laughs> so, yeah. Sorry, my dude. Do better. Just do that. <laughs> no, right. Do better. Kate Beckinsale. Uh... Bryce Dallas Howard. I need to see Bryce Dallas Howard in a lesbian role before I die. I love her so much. She's so good. Oh. Uh, she pay, played Ivy in The Village. Yep. She was in the Jurassic Park movies. Fire! I hear she, you can talk to her on that virtual uh, chat link for the. <laughs> no, I'm playing. I'm playing. Yo, what's that? <laughs> I was like. You were like, oh, no, do, 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 pop ups. <laughs> do, 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 do. I don't He's even know if that happened. Gave my computer AIDS. Right. <laughs> Byron. Um, Trisha, I was just talking about you. She literally was. I was just talking about how nobody would watch a movie about us being gay together unless it was funny because neither one of us is like stereotypically pretty. Like, you're skinny, I'm fat, but you don't wear a bunch of makeup, and I've got, like, this thing going on with my face, so nobody would ever watch it. Maybe with us, it was funny. But also, if it was funny, we would, oh, yeah, people jump on that shit. She did, Chris did say you were hot, though. Oh, I said that you were, I said said that you were so hot. Like, I said that you're, like, next level sexy, like, my, my little pudding cup. All right, so, what was the next question? (laughs) <laughs> Tr- Trisha's name in my phone is literally Little Pudding Cup. Give <laughs> Pudding Cup. Pudding Cup. Pudding oh. Give give uh give Chris <coughs> give Chris seventeen million. Hey Julius, you could direct it, and then me and Trisha can can star in it, and it can be a horror movie. Imagine. The, the, the lesbian couple that lives to the end of the horror movie and fucks up everything. You mess with the wrong house. Vroom! Your ass is fucking grass. Your ass is grass. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So, next question. Question. Do animals have souls? Wait, hold on. Before you answer. Do you believe in a soul? Okay. Do animals have souls? Yeah. Okay. Um. <laughs> You're like, do I elaborate? But also, 
I feel like living things have souls. So, I, like, I, would you say plants or insects? Yeah. Like what, maybe, defi what defines a soul? Maybe Is not, it like maybe energy? Not, maybe not bugs. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't know. But I. I don't know. I feel like souls aren't as abstract as we think they are. I and feel like. like yeah. I mean, you cannot tell me that Missy doesn't have some type of spirit because she's got so much personality and heart. Um, and also, you know, like I've told you that Remus has what we call human eyes. Like he looks so, he has so much expression in his face. Like animals have free will. Animals have personalities. Animals have, um, you know, so many, so many different attributes. And if you ask somebody, you know, what defines a soul, what the ability to have free will, the ability to have a personality, the ability to be sad, angry, nervous, to have emotions, animals can do all that. So what, because they can't speak like in human tongue, they don't have a soul. I mean, they That's, still communicate with each other. Right, and us. In different ways. Yeah. So, like, I mean, who's, like, who am I to say what does and doesn't have a soul? I don't, I don't think I have the right to do that. <coughs> Micah just killed me. Guys said that I don't know if bugs have a soul. Micah said bugs are soulless. Look into those multi-beady eyes and tell me God created that in his image. I don't, I just don't know. <laughs> Y'all want to tell me that God flooded the earth with all that water and two roaches still got on the boat? Mm -mm. No. God, God says, Satan, you can make something. He's like, bugs. <laughs> He's like, really? <laughs> really? <laughs> the pestilence into just your house bugs. into the street. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's it. funny because I remember back in the day, I might have said this story before, but Back in the day, like, my parents used to run this Bible study, right? Mm -hmm. And there was this lady that would come to the Bible study, mm -hmm. and she was, like, all in, like, just come in. She was faithful, whatever, right? And then one day, they get to a part where uh, my dad was, like, talking about how animals don't have souls. <laughs> and the lady was like, oh, no. She was like, my cats have souls. And he's like, nah. Like, basically, like, no. <laughs> and she was done. He said, he said like, no. <laughs> he was like, no. And she was done. Like, she never came back. She was like, oh, heck no. She's like, my babies, my fur babies, they got souls. I mean, I believe it. Like, I just, I don't think I have the right as a person mm -hmm. with no abilities outside of what I can do physically that walks around in a big floating uh, giant rock in space to say only human beings have souls. I have no, no only fucking human only human beings. Like how arrogant. How arrogant, first off. Right. And arrogant. second, I have seen animals be better than people. So y'all get fucked on that. And See, okay. I don't know. Like and also I'm you know my 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 all of my a little bit of my upbringing was native and you know i remember mm. my mom my mom being very adamant about how we treated like one night one day i got bored and like took a little like a little like hammer i went outside started hitting the back of a giant maple tree in my yard with the back of the hammer mm -hmm. 
And she, boy, she tore my ass up. She, like, screamed at me. I came to she whooped me. And she was like, don't you ever disrespect a tree like that. And I was like, it's just a tree. And she was like, trees give oxygen. She, trees give life. Like, how dare, like, she got pissed at me. And, like, her great-grandmother, or her grandmother, was, like, 90% Shawnee. And she was so adamant about, like, how you are good to the earth and the earth is good back to you. So I just, I, you can't tell me. I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I think I'm, I don't have the right to say anything doesn't have souls. I don't know if bugs have souls, but I think animals and, and plants have souls for sure. I feel that. Um, I'm, I'm more like on the fence. Like I have no idea. I don't know if souls exist. I'd like to think they do. That's I, a weird I've, thing. What? That just I didn't expect that from you for some reason. <laughs> oh well, it's only well, it's to, for me. It's is it's it a like, trauma? <laughs> I know, right? It's kind is of is it a trauma? A little bit, a little bit. Well, okay, all right. So my take is, I feel like I feel like no one's clearly defined what a soul was to my satisfaction, and maybe that's why I'm like in the neutral position. Like, I'm not saying there's no souls. I'm not saying there there is souls. I'd actually like to think there's souls, but I'm not sure only because people would be like, um, like if it's energy, like if we're talking like energy, then I'm yeah. down. Then I, I guess I'm down with that. Because I can kind of see like, it's almost like circle of life kind of stuff. Like, oh, the antelope eats the grass when we die. We become right. grass, blah, blah, blah. Like, I get that. Like, that's cool. Um. But when people are talking about like consciousness and stuff like that, like it gets a little tricky, like when it comes down to personality and stuff, because then I start questioning like, what part of you is the soul? Is it your personality? Because personalities can be changed. Like you put a you do a lobotomy on somebody, right? They can be a whole different person. Right. You hit them in the head the wrong way. They they they're emotions can change the way they see certain colors and smells or, or right. smell, what they or act. Right, the way they act what they believe in like you could literally like knock someone in the head or someone <laughs> knocks their head they could go from atheist to believer or vice versa or but so then it becomes like okay is there a soul in the brain is just the vehicle or is the soul intertwined with the brain? Right. How much of it is physical? How much of is it is it energy? How so basically, basically from what what you're hearing from me is like I'm just in this like purgatory when it comes to what are do you I believe about it? In purgatory over the soul? Weird. The belief of <laughs> You're like, that's ironic. <laughs> that's ironic. That's no, funny. I have, not, like, I feel like I would like to think there are souls, but I'm not, I guess I'm not 100% sure how it works. I don't know. I want to know how, I want to know how, it is, yeah. I want to know the mechanics. I want to know how it works. Yeah, I, I don't know where it comes from. I don't know where it settles. I don't know where it goes. That's but like, but like, I think so. I would like to think so. 
I would like to think so. That was a good question. I like that one. Yeah. What's the next no. one? Um. My toes is old. What? What is truth? Okay, we've talked about the fact that I think facts are bullshit. But we've talked about this. Okay, and, and hear me out, guys. Okay, the reason that <laughs> facts, I get, facts are bullshit. The reason that I get so adamant about this is because, like, everything that we know today is a fact was made up by somebody to explain something going on. Like the human brain named itself. Like some dude that was sitting there naming body parts was like finger, eyeball, mouth, tongue, the squishy stuff in there, brain. And then all of a sudden they wrote that down in textbooks and called that fact. But before that, there was nothing. People were just like, oh, my things. <laughs> my floppy. My, <laughs> like, you know, and it's just... <laughs> It's the it's the hear me out guys before I rant, Chris. <laughs> um, but you know, I've always kind of struggled with that because like people are like, oh well, this is facts, and I'm like, okay, you can tell me your version of a story, and that's that can be it. Like, if you're like, I went to the store at two o'clock today, that is a fact. But at the same time, time was also invented by man. Uh, yeah, I know. And then like, it's like <laughs> two o'clock. What time on the earth? Right. So I struggle so much with like facts because like at any given time, what if somebody just like rewrites everything we know? Like what if a scientist comes in and is like, we're changing 90% of what you all think we know about the world. And we have to take that as fact because somebody with a degree tells us to. That's horrifying. Like they, they used to tell, what, what was it? Like facts that have changed in our lifetime was that um uh, like like, like there's that like there's no life on Mars they found water they told us there's no life on Mars that is a fact there's water like they told us that there's a whole bunch of different things that have changed that have been facts and social constructs yes correct like we were told as a fact Pluto is a planet actually Pluto is just a moon right. that's a fact no, Pluto is a planet. She's important. Don't, we, we don't forget about Pluto over here. Like right. I will, like, yeah. but it, like, like you can literally change the construct of facts of made-up things with more made-up things. <coughs> that yeah. bothers me. But like, I consider myself an honest person and a truthful person. So that really, that's one of those things that kind of eats at me a little bit. Um, well, facts are not actually. Yeah, like truth. grounded in anything. Well, um, yeah, it's true. I, like, I remember I, I was talking to someone about, like, we were trying to come up with our own definition of it. And it's kind of like facts are more like, it's almost like agreed upon shared beliefs about the world that we we are inhabiting. It's almost, it's because it's like, because it's like, you know how people will be like, oh, well, that's my truth or that's not my mm -hmm. truth or whatever. Like, okay, like I get what they're trying to say because they're trying to say like, well, from my perspective or from my experiences, this is how I look at something. Mm -hmm. Okay, I get what you're saying. But when we're talking about like, okay, what is a fact? 
also, like what you're saying, a fact is not actually like a hundred percent true, like Pluto is not a planet anymore. It's more of like what we as a society or a community or whatever kind of agreed upon is real. It's still not technically real. I mean, it was a fact that lobotomy would help people. It was a fact. Why? It was a that, fact. Oh, oh, female hysteria could be solved with orgasms. <laughs> right. That that reading would cause you to become a witch. You know what I mean? Like it was a fact that uh, mentally ill people were being possessed by Satan, or yeah. that bloodletting have legions up here. Would know? was act was actually help your disease? Like. These were all facts throughout, like actual things. Um, and now we know better. And now we agree that it is no longer a fact. It, the fact is right. to use this, whatever. So it's like, when it talks about what is truth, it. I mean, technically, it's constantly changing. It's just the best we can get to a objective. It's like as close as we could get to an objective agreement, I guess. Something like that. My friends fucked me up. I'm going to screenshot that and tell all my friends. I have to pee, so I'm going to pull this up in the bathroom, so you go ahead and keep talking. Or do your I next know. question. I actually have to go bathroom, like, real bad soon, too. Okay, let's, we'll switch out. So go ahead and start right. the question and answer it, and I'll be back. Okay, cool. Cool. Yeah, guys. So, um... Yeah, all right. So I'm going to be asking the next question. Um, okay, this is a stupid question. Um, if I were omnipotent, could I create a rock so heavy I couldn't lift it? Uh... If you have the power to limit your power, are you really all powerful? <sighs> that's a that's a paradox. I don't I don't think we're gonna find the answer to that one. Ooh, this is a big one. What is love? Like, what actually is love? That's a crazy one, because it's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> what what are these questions? Chris is answering from the bathroom. Um, so anyway, all right. So the question, what is love? That's an interesting one. Um, I'm going to start off by saying, okay, I, I watched this movie Interstellar. Some of you guys may have watched it too. And it, one part that was really interesting is, so in the movie, there's this part where they're pretty much running out of supplies and, and stuff like that. They're trying to save the human race. They're trying to find a planet in which humanity can live on. And so during, so basically they're running out of supplies and all that stuff. And they're like trying to decide what planet to check out. Cause they only have enough fuel and supplies to check out one. So they're like one, there's three options. One of them and no, there's one that has a signal from somebody that went there prior, right? And they're like, we could check that one out, but this one is better. And there's there's this lady on the team who's like, 
well, I think we should go there. She's actually really connected to the person who went prior. And they're talking and they're basically saying, like, the only reason you want to go to that planet is because you love that person. That's why you want to go to that that planet, not because it may be better for humanity. And she basically goes into this monologue about love. Like, why can't love be a real thing, like a real thread, like a real connection? What like almost like she's talking like it's almost like another dimension. Or another like evolution of humankind or something like that. It's like another dimension where it's like, why is this tether that I feel for this person any less real than the data that is telling us to go to this planet? Um, so I, I bring that up because it's kind of like when we think of love, like it's really complicated. Like I get on a evolutionary level why human beings are into the concept of love because i mean obviously you need to procreate obviously you need it's better to have people connected to each other to form society to form a better community to um to make things more cohesive and stuff like that but then we start getting into the emotional aspect of it like, what is true love? Like, what are, like, people that, like, soulmates or compatibility, chemistry, all that stuff? Like, what actually is love? And that's where I feel like it gets complicated. Trisha in the comments says, love sucks. It's non-existent. Most forms of love is sucky and non-existent. Um, well, first of all, I would say, like, the English language sucks when it talks about love because we use the word love for like all these different versions of love, like the love that a mother feels for a child. We use the same word love for like two people that want to get married or the way a uh, owner, owner feels about their cat or the way somebody talks about like that banana pudding that they really enjoy. Like, oh, I love this banana pudding. Oh, I love this shepherd's pie oh, I love to go on roller coasters. Like we use the same word for all these, for all these different types, even though like they're all different. So that, first of all, um, is bullshit. It's like the English language sucks when it comes to love. So I just had to put that out there. But anyway, um, I think personally, that love is a beautiful thing. I don't think that anyone should shut their hearts from love. I feel like love is one of those things that almost like coincides with beauty in a way. Like beauty, I feel like is not something that human beings necessarily need to function in life but it enhances life like it makes life so much better to have beauty it makes life so much better to have love um like someone could go through life and not have love and be just fine 100 percent, yeah they could be just fine yeah but love having love having that passion even if it's Sure, you know, like people have like intense love and then 
fall out of it or they might lose their spouse and and they might be like i'll never love again but then they find that passion with somebody else even though they lost their spouse uh years ago or whatever love enhances life it may in my opinion it makes it so much more beautiful so much more worth living for like it's like adding spices to to food. You know what I mean? Like you don't need them spices. You could eat just eat some boiled chicken, but why? But why though? I mean, you get in your nutrients. You get in your nutrients. But why though? Like, nah, love is like adding that cheese and that spices and that Alfredo sauce. That's love. That's love. <clears throat> I can go on this topic for like 15 minutes if you need to go potty. I'm good. <laughs> I know. We ain't, we ain't done. I'm going to go bathroom. Okay. But I know we're going to be take, on this take, one. Take your phone with you and listen like I was doing so you can stay in the loop. Oh, yeah. That's a good idea. All right. Okay. I'm going to so, get started. Bit. I'm going to pull what, it up. Though. All right. On what Julius was saying. So, also, uh, Julius made the point that I always make whenever I'm arguing about polyamory. And that is the fact that the English language has one connotation and one meaning only for the word love. In other languages, there are literally like so many different, you know, like words for love. And also, if I may, hold on. One of my favorite quotes about love, which is really weird because you all know how I feel about like the ooey gooey love bits. Like I am not a romantic person, which is really strange for me to say because I'm a hopeless romantic, but I'm not like, get out of my cheese puffs, Icarus. <clears throat> I am a, <laughs> I, I am not a, I am a hopeless romantic, but I am not a romantic person. And, um, I know those two things don't make sense, but it's it's okay. Um, so I'm going to talk while I'm trying to find this quote from The Village, actually, which is one of my favorite um, movies. And I'm, I'm talking, I talk about it all the time. And people, you know, shit all over it. And it really bothers me because the score was great. Um, so there is a part where um in the village that edward walker he's like the mayor is talking to the councils of council of elders about you know why he thinks ivy will succeed on her quest to the towns for medicines and he says that she is more capable than most in her in this village and he's saying this because ivy is blind <coughs> and he says and she is led by love the world <coughs> i'm so sorry guys the world moves for love um, it kneels before it in awe. And I have always absolutely loved that quote because, I mean, he's not lying. Like, the world itself, you know, like we, we focus so much on love and being in love and being with someone we love that we forget that we don't actually have to have love to survive. Um, I know this sounds shallow, so stay with me. Like, you have to have food, water, shelter, sunlight. Those are things that, the bare minimum of things that you have to have to survive. But also, in the same respect, 
like you do not have to have love and i feel like from the time that we are young we are told to chase it and i don't mean love is in like oh love of your friends or love from whatever i mean like romantic love we're taught that in order for you to actually be a success in life you have to fall in love get married have kids that's what you have to do like bare minimum that's it um and that has always kind of bothered me because they, they give you this kind of you know this preconceived notion that you have to find this partner that is meant for you and that person is the other part of your soul, but you are already a whole person. Like, you are already whole. You do not need somebody else with you to make you whole. You are already whole. Um, so that's something that has always kind of bothered me. Um, but um, kind of getting away from that a little bit, you know, I don't know... I feel like love is real, obviously, because like I, I feel it. I feel it so strongly toward my friends, you know, my partners, my, you know, my my my, my pets. And um, you are already whole, Trisha. Shut your whore mouth. You don't need anybody to complete you. You're already a whole person. You start with me. <laughs> you have always been a whole person. Um, and it, a lot like Trisha, you know, because um, Trisha said that she was in a relationship for ten years and that she knew what love was. I was with somebody for six years that I thought loved me and he didn't and probably never did. Or if he did, it wasn't to the level that I did and wasn't what I wanted. And I think that love is such almost, it should be taboo, honestly, because I feel like to an extent <clears throat> that it's, bred into us that it's so necessary that we just look for it and brand everything as it even when it's not hmm. um because like oh i connect with this person i like being around them i have feelings for them so it must be love it can just be connection it can yeah. just be compatibility yeah. it can it can be love without it being you being in love it can be love right. without it being this is who i need to be with forever you know, and that's the scary part about dating because you are either going to be with that person forever or you're going to break up. And what you make of those pieces is, how, is you know, what you make of them. But a lot of that is, you know, and, and we you know I have that friend that I have sent you pictures of and talked to you about who's with that terrible person. That is like, oh, well, you know, I love him. Okay, but like, but you are not in love with him. You are in love with the idea of being with him. Or maybe she is in love with him. Maybe her level of in love is different than my level of in love. But I could never be in love with somebody who fucking hits me. So, you know, but also we've talked about that as well. I'm not berating people who are, you know, um, in abusive relationships. That's just a, di a totally different story. Um, yeah, I see, I see what you mean. Like, even for, like, the connection part. Like, they're, like it's almost like... It's almost like, at least in my head, when you talk about love, it's almost like on another level, because like you said, you could have connection with someone, but you might not be like attracted to them. So it's like, it's missing a component or like, you might be like, you could be like sexually attracted to someone, but you don't have a, any chemistry though. You're just, you just like the way they look like there's I so told many you about that guy that I thought was so incredibly gorgeous. I couldn't stand it, but he was a jackass. 
Right. So well, I, just, I like, hated it. Happen. I was like, right. <gasps> like I remember, I remember, I remember this this person that you know she was like obsessed with me, but like I felt nothing. Like no, like even whenever I would try to entertain in my head, like maybe because she was a good friend. But I, I was entertaining in my head, like, you know, could I give it a shot? Would it blah, blah, But the fact that you even got to think like that, like, maybe I could try with that mm -hmm. friend. It's kind of like, that ain't it. You know, <laughs> like, if, no. if you got to, do you know what I mean? So, like. You have to force it. That's that not person in, Yeah, was in high, I mean, we were in high school, too. So, it was kind of just like, like, also, we were, weren't even, you know what I mean? It's just like, nah, that ain't it. <laughs> That ain't it. But yeah, there's like so many levels when you talk about love. And it's real. It's definitely a very real yeah. powerful thing. Yes. It's like but, a drug. But <laughs> you know, <laughs> it can't be. But whether or not, you know, I don't I think the fact that we are unable to describe it or like pinpoint this is what love is. Like, oh, it's a mm. chemical imbalance. So people don't Oh, okay, like people are, you know, trying to say that love is a chemical, which to an extent it is, you know, and mm -hmm. that, you know, you can get the same high from eating large amounts of chocolate. Um, but the thing is, is that, you know, people don't drag themselves through misery over chocolate. Like, there, there is something else besides the chemical component that gives it that power. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I don't think we are ever meant to actually know what love is, whether it's constructed or enforced or like, you know, like I said, nobody looks at like, you would not love bait your children. If you like, I don't know, like you wouldn't keep your children if you didn't love them because like you go through hell to have them women do. And then they're just like, wow, I got to take care of this thing for the rest of its fucking life now. But like, you wouldn't keep it if you didn't love it. Mm -hmm. Um, some women love their babies and still don't keep them. So, mm -hmm. I mean, you know, it, it's it kind of, maybe we are never meant to actually understand what it is, but it is like ground shaking. And it I, is powerful. it's yeah. very powerful. Like yeah. love can make you wicked when you're a good person. Love can make you a good person when you're a bad person. Mm -hmm. Like love can change your perspective on things. Like love can save your life. Love can end your life. Love is ridiculously powerful. <laughs> but in the same effect, I don't think we would be affected so bad by it if, okay, I don't think that we would be affected so bad by it if it wasn't bred into us that way. And that's what I kind of started with while you were gone was that, um, you know, from the time that we're little, we're taught, okay, you're going to go find the person you're going to marry and be with you forever and they're going to make you whole. Okay, you go find your soulmate. Okay, gotta go do this. And it's like, but that puts then every person we come across, are you the one? Are you the one? Are you the one? Are you is it you? Is it you? Like every person that you have the slightest connection with, you latch your talents into the idea of them of them possibly being the one. Because the ominous one is what we are sent after from the time that we are children to find. Mm -hmm. That is too much pressure to put on people. Like on you, the seeker, and on the people that you think is the one. Yeah. What if they're not? Yeah, yeah, that's true. And and the likelihood is slim that it is. Um, so like, like especially if you're monogamous. Mm. 
But I would think when it like when it comes to love, like I don't know, like I know like a lot of people have been hurt by love, and I love you, Trisha. I'm sorry. Like I know, I know a lot of <laughs> Phil personally. I know a lot of people have been hurt by love, and it does take time to be to heal from love. It does take time to like, you know. I mean, it because it's so powerful. I mean, there's got there's emotional scarring and stuff like that. But with that being said, love is so beautiful and powerful, and in such an enhancement of your life, especially when it's when it is good. That it's like I don't think. Like, I would want everyone to never close off their heart to the possibility. It's like, do you, you know, live your life? Don't You don't necessarily have to go like, oh, well, <laughs> that relationship's over. I better go find another one ASAP. Like, don't do that. But like, but but don't close your heart. Out, <coughs> um, experiencing that. That's what makes life great. You know, like at the end of your life, when you're on your deathbed, you're not going to be like, you know what? I, um, I sat, I sat in the house every day. I went to work. I made enough money to pay the bills. And then, um, I've, you know, if you have kids, like I fed my kids, they grew up, they moved on. I watched my shows. Most of them I can't even remember. Um, I <laughs> have to review my contract with it. <laughs> like, you don't want to be like at the end of your life and be like, you know what? It was nice and safe and 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 good, but I wish that I had experienced more. Like, don't don't have regrets. Don't. I don't. But you know. also don't need that. Not everybody needs that. Yeah, right. It depends on everyone's individual. Like you so just, just attacked everybody. You were like, "Hey, you're gonna die alone and no." without love and i'm like dude no no, no. if you're listen there are people that are happy being alone then that's great that's awesome like ba basically in the end my my takeaway is don't don't have regrets right whatever that means mm -hmm. that's my right. takeaway okay. yeah, so if it means like like if you're like oh my gosh i would love to experience love again but like i'm a, but i i'm afraid of getting hurt or something like that, that i mean that's up to you you know but it's just like, you know, it'd be like, oh, yeah, that. <laughs> be like, oh, that one time, you know, they threw on that cheese on my plate that was like spoiled and it made me sick and stuff like that. But so, it's, but I'd really love cheese and I'd like to experience it again. But I, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, the, the, the cheese, the cheese has returned. Cheese is fire. So, <laughs> cheese is from the barrel of cheese from our witchy episode. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Our molt, molten cheese. Our molten yeah. cheese. <laughs> but yeah, I don't think we'll ever truly understand what the heck love is. No, there are things that we as humans are not meant to understand or comprehend, and that's one of them. And it, and it would be crazy if someday we sort of do, like we know that bloodletting is bad, you know, like so. <laughs> That'd be crazy if someday we do. I don't know how we define it, but what else? But yeah. Um, the questions get stupid from here. They're not even worth our time. Oh, that's sad. Okay. <laughs> Is it, like, if no one observes an event, did it happen? It's like, 
Do villains consider themselves to be heroes? Sometimes. Pro I mean, probably. Mostly. Well, maybe not Maybe not as far as heroes, but I don't think they <laughs> consider themselves villains. Or they're the edgelords, and they're just like, I am evil. <laughs> right, they could be like that. They're just like... <laughs> I like being evil. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Those are some good questions. Some rabbit hole worthy questions. Yeah. And uh, I, know, anyone... I think the rabbit hole honestly was just bitching about Jibber Keepers Reborn. That, <laughs> that somehow landed us here talking about what is love at 1 30 in the morning. Jeepers Creepers. Oh. Jeepers Creepers. Ah, evil Tyson, no. Evil Tyson. Oh, I'm mad because in the Halloween ends, they didn't have no corny line that I could. Oh. I know. They did have some graffiti on a bridge that said love lives today, though. I laughed. But evil dies tonight. Love lives today, but evil dies tonight. <laughs> oh, my God. That's good. Dang. You guys uh, have any questions for us? I know we've been we've been gone from <coughs> from the live for a couple weeks. I should have just called this episode "Fuck Jeepers Creepers Are Born." <laughs> I should have just. Listen, we didn't know we were gonna go into that, especially not for that long. We didn't know. I didn't know either. Oh, I, mean, I didn't I know. Just, I just mentioned it, and then we couldn't stop. I needed it, though. I was mad. Like, I'm still kind of mad. Yeah. But... No! <laughs> We're not watching Like, said, can we watch No! We I'm cannot still... watch it! You I'm want some upset. money? Send me money. Shoot. Even if someone paid me, I don't know. It depends on the amount. You're right. I it need, depends I, on the amount. I need, I need at least my $30, at least my $50 back. I like, someone back. has to, be, like, if someone was like, all right, I'm going to pay for your ticket and any snacks you want, that's still not enough. I still don't know. And dinner to the Red Lobster. <laughs> I'm getting everything I want. It's getting better, but it's still I, not I, enough. Also, it's not game, enough. It's gonna, you know, <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> It depends they're, on how nice that bitch's thighs are. I'm wearing shorts, by the way. They're just really short. Every time I sit down, it looks like I don't have one. It's like I don't have on anything. And I'm like, no, I'm not naked. I promise. I'm not naked. Naked. Yeah. Micah said my submission book for Fantasy World is just the entire script of Jeepers Creepers. If I stick my fucking neck out for you, ungrateful bitch, to get you into this company, and you disrespect me like that, I will never yeah. speak to you again. I will sell all the art of every character I've ever given you, and I'll turn the forums down. Like, fuck that. That is the most disrespectful thing you've ever said to me. It's just, I'm just reading it, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm just reading the script, and I'm just like, you're like, what? they're in the car stuff? driving. They're There's a mysterious truck. Some weird old couple getting chased by a truck. Uh, I don't that was the best part. The and even, the opening, even then, I was like, this looks cheap as hell. Right, the opening like two-minute sequence wherever the dude's watching a video, like that was the best part. 
that actually was the best part of the movie, and it was still bad. No, I was like, this is a documentary. Like, like, like somebody's watching this on TV. Like, mm. I knew what it was when I started watching it, and then it just went downhill from there. <laughs> it wasn't even a good part, and it was the best part. But yeah, yeah. Oh, that movie. Mm. Yeah, so honestly, all that wouldn't be enough. If you were like, I'm going to pay for your ticket, your snacks, Red Lobster. Some, some good, good. And good, good, good. It's not enough. I need more. After, we, not- ha- after we have good, good, you go and get me Taco Bell. <laughs> and I still don't know if that's enough. It's not enough. I like I need I need a bunch I need a lot like I basically someone would have to come to me and list keep listing a bunch of stuff I'll let them know when it I'm like okay it's like the cheese at Olive Garden you're like I'll tell you when I'll tell you when. I'll tell you when keep going I'll tell you when it's enough like like if it was cash it'd have to be a lot of money on top of all that because. I'm wasting two hours of my life on this bullshit. Right. Like, knowing, knowing, like, I have to suffer through it. And it's going to be worse because I've seen it. Micah said the Taco Bell was the aftercare from the movie, not the good good. (laughs) (laughs) I need fatty fast food to get me. 17 million. Oh, my God. Oh, Oh, give me 17 million. I'll watch it. Give me 17 million, I'll watch it and then remake a horror movie with me and Trisha as the leads. You give me 17 million, I'll watch it back to back 24 hours. And then make a movie. <laughs> I'll do it for 17 million. But Bro, I better I, get that 17 million. At hour 15, you would just be like. <sighs> yeah, I would. <laughs> oh. And they're like, you can't fall asleep. You can't. I'm like. I better have snacks because I need something to chew on. Right. Keep while me I suffer. Right. Distract me. Oh, this section of the popcorn doesn't have a lot of salt. Let me get some salt packets. Give me some Be like, wait like five minutes. I think it's time for a drink. Oh, there's ice in this cup. <laughs> like you're just you're doing everything you can to just distract you eating, yourself. You start eating the fucking popcorn like container, like just right, just right. chewing on the straw. <laughs> <laughs> I need more snacks. <laughs> Oopsie, time for food. Right, I'm. I would plan it out like a menu. I'd be like, okay, after my popcorn, I'm gonna get my nachos. Because I'm like, I'm eating this whole time. You have to. Fuck this movie. (laughs) (laughs) We love full circle. (laughs) With my whole heart. All right. So, all right, guys. Whole chest. chest. Do you guys have any actual questions for us? It doesn't pertain to Jeepers Creepers 3. Yes, seriously. Or Jeepers Creepers Reborn. I'm sorry. You guys are. You know what? Jeepers (laughs) Creepers Reborn is my trigger. Jeepers Creepers 3. Jeepers Creepers 3 is another nightmare, but. I I found it. Reborn is the trigger of mine. It's you want to set me off. Go go ahead and start talking Jeepers Creepers Reborn. It's so bad, my God. It's so bad. And it, it's crazy because I still have not seen technically the whole movie. 
you said you watched the rest of it at your house. That counts, right? Yeah, I guess on like a shitty version, camera version. No, he's not old enough to have recap kneecaps yet. Yeah, he kind of has kneecaps. I tested it. You finally did. Yeah, I was like, oh, he kind of has some bone. <laughs> he's like, Daddy, why? Much <laughs> science. <laughs> Little freak. He <laughs> <laughs> little freak. No kneecap having freak. <laughs> no kneecap having ass. Oh. <laughs> All right, guys. I think we're gonna stop there. Thank you for joining us for a, a great show. Yee, next um, week's the Halloween edition. Spooky edition. Week- Next week, we getting spooky, dressing up and all that good stuff or putting on makeup, whatever. Um, but don't forget to buy Shadows Wake by Chris Garcia on Amazon right now. You can also check out Witchfall by J. Claire on Amazon right now. Just Where came out this Saturday. There it is. Yeah, it's, it's there. You can, so you can do that. And, uh, yeah, if you want to support us, you can go to patreon.com slash fantasyworldbooks where you can donate and uh, and uh, support us. So, yeah, do all the things. So, with that being said, thank you again for joining us. We hope you had a good time. Please come back next week when we come for our Halloween episode. I swear I won't talk about Jeepers Creepers for 40 minutes, maybe like 10 minutes. But for <laughs> I won't talk about it. And you guys are messed up. Right. Y'all just leave me alone. <laughs> I know. You guys are messed up. <coughs> but um, we will see you guys next week. And um, before I play this outro, I just got to say, uh, fuck Jeepers Creepers Reborn. Thank you for listening to the Chris X Claire Experience. If you love this podcast, head over to iTunes to subscribe and leave a review. You can also check out fantasyworldbooks.com to get more information on other shows, books, music, and more. We also want to thank you for your support, because if you stuck with us this long, you can already consider us friends. 